Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David. And yeah, well, it's been a couple of years, but I usually have creatives come over to my studio to talk about their lives and interactions with culture and creativity. I took a break from the podcast for a while, as some of you know. Life and my business have been at full speed for a couple of years, and that mad COVID period was a bit of a downer. I need people back in my studio. I love doing these things face to face. And although I really appreciate the Zoom ones I did, and they did teach us that we don't have to be in the same room to connect, I'm really happy to be getting people back here. But again, another mad time we're going through, hey? The world's changed, places have changed, we've changed. But what stays is culture, a constant, a forever. And I learned a lot about that and its strengths, even though I preach it from this conversation. So it was a great one to kick off what we'll call season two of F24. Mode two was in town, no better timing. We'd been talking for a while via DM and also my friend Cash co-signed me, which was a big step closer to getting this conversation. A dream come true, after the first actually, where he put me up at carnival this year after I set him some paint. I'd never properly met Mode, never had the chance to have this conversation. He's been a big name in my life for nearly 30 years and undoubtedly yours too. I haven't heard many interviews of him, so I didn't know how this was gonna go. And some of you may be used to the format I've developed in these interviews but it was nothing like I expected. It's an amazing in-depth conversation full of analogies and historical fact about culture and cultures. He lives a full life of intrigue and interest, natural flow, understanding of his surroundings as well as his foundations, a real eye-opener and an absolute pleasure and dream come true having this time with Mode. Our mutual friend Cash was in the studio with us while we had this very interesting conversation. So this is some of Mode 2's culture and creativity story. Enjoy. Wicked man. Well, like, an absolute pleasure to meet you, Mode. Likewise, like a, like I put, put, yeah, like I say, put a face to a name, and uh, you're a mate of uh, K's, then, uh, then it's all good. Wicked. Yeah, that was a brilliant um, co-sign from K. And thank, and thanks for helping us out with the, with the supplies. Oh man, for Carnival. That was as well. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, man. Yeah. When I saw my name in your hands, I was like, huh? My uh, heart literally was, I was elated. Uh, uh, but like, um, uh, you know, it's like, um, kind of uh, you scratch my back and it's just like, uh, who, like, who can afford to, to help and chip in? Yeah. You know, it, you know, just, yeah. just, just, just supply. And what I was saying to, to uh, Kashar was that like, uh, if Carnival only happens once a year and uh, there's all those hoardings there and it hadn't happened in so many years, but well, because of COVID and stuff, mm. uh, you know, instead of doing lots of little pieces and lots of little frogs and things everywhere, you know, yeah. just uh, bring some a bit more material, yeah. focus on one spot and do it, not having to do it in the, um, oh, we've been sponsored by the, the what's the, that, the estate agents in exactly. the corner or, yeah. or whoever. It's like, nah, uh, you know, we can do it by ourselves the way Carnival started yeah. within the community. Yeah. You know, so uh, it so, was uh, it was so lovely, and the, the, the whole production was gorgeous, man. I'm glad you you directed that in in a way to um, it, like, get the like whole it thing. Like, like, a, like, a, like a co-effort. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've known each other for a few years, and uh, it's just bouncing off of each other and asking mm. advice. Like, uh, uh, do you think that should go? You know, um, my analogy to that is uh, uh, musicians who are each really good instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, find themselves in the same town one night, you know, at the same bar and say, oh, let's, let's jam, jam, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and that's how it is. And, uh, and like, they know each other. I recently saw the documentary on the making of uh, Kind of Blue, the, the Miles Davis album. Yeah. And um, they were saying how um, for him, it's not, it was a case of he knows the qualities 
of uh, all these different musicians, uh, different greats, mm -hmm. and it's a, and it's like the alchemy that we make of it. And uh, and uh, another thing that uh, I've often said is, uh, I'm not going to tell you what you should be doing, but I think we should identify and isolate the things we shouldn't do, which have been proven to send us down the wrong path. One hundred percent chase. And uh, and uh, you find yourself in some kind of a dead end, yeah. like at some point in yeah. your life. Uh, the other an analogy to that is, um, uh, I'd rather take. Uh, okay, what's it? Are we going to do like Paris Moscow with a Trans European <laughs> Express? You know what? If we can get to Moscow, maybe we, let's do a Paris Vladivostok. Yeah, but <laughs> like, uh, but for some people, they leave Paris and then suddenly that like there's a fork in the tracks. And they don't realize that they've gone on some like regional train, yeah. you know, and they end up in some, I don't know, it's a bit, it's like a, if you were leaving like central London and you'd end up like in Bromley North. Yeah, you, know? you didn't get on the main yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, but like... There was uh, no city next. It was... Like you're running parallel to the main line and yeah. you see one of the fast trains just going past. You go, shit, I'm supposed to be on that line. <laughs> but have you got the humility and the patience to backtrack see, and go back yeah. to the fork? I don't Where think you it's, up. I don't think it's bad to go on the wrong line, but can you spot it? Can you like make sure you get off at the right stop? Can you turn it back? Have you got the tenacity to do so? And you're not going to just give up because you're uh -huh. on that other wrong line. Admitting one's mistake is going back up the tracks. Oh, yeah. Admit, admitting yeah. mistakes, saying sorry, are two of the best things to do in life. Uh -huh. I feel uh -huh. because you can move forward so uh -huh. much more clearer uh -huh. without uh -huh. carrying anything. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So, so this thing of identifying what not to do, mm. like, like you know, um. um Presently, uh, having issues with uh, the place where I took Futura and Delta uh -huh. in uh, Bourgogne. Uh, I mean, it's a this. It, it was an abandoned uh, stone quarry that went bankrupt. That uh, the old guy Pierre Ligné, the mayor of this small village, Villa Fontaine, uh, he um, he um, saw that place. It had become a dump. Yeah. Uh, he with the volunteers, most of them OAPs and stuff, they cleared that place out and then through his connections he's, he uh, got uh, someone to come with the bulldozers and stuff and they had their first street art show there in a uh, festival in 2016, mm. uh, 16, 17, 18 and beginning of 2019 I met them and I did and I uh, said you know what, um, if I'm going to come uh, what I'd like to do is bring Future and Delta. We bring some big names, mm. and uh, to because this place is just incredible. The acoustics is incredible. It's it's like a natural theatre, and the uh, and the stone from that place is the same stone that's like the Arc de Triomphe, the plinth of the wow. Statue of Liberty. So it's it's like noble thing. Yeah, and um, and I'm trying to make these people understand. Look, I'm not going to tell you what to do, yeah. but we should really again identify and isolate the things we don't want to do the rest the only limit is our own imagination yeah uh, you're free to do yeah you know because i'm not you mm. i don't come from where you come from mm. i haven't lived what you've lived uh, uh um, gathered the knowledge that you've gathered i don't have your skills so you bring yours you bring yours you bring yours you mm -hmm. know come one come all mm. you know but let's together we have some kind of idea of what we don't want to do and, and i guess that's why in religions like a judeo-christian they've got like the ten commandments and the seven capital sins mm. seven deadly sins you know as a kind of a, a, a guidelines to a supposed civilized society yeah. even though society is not really civilized At all. <laughs> but uh but like uh, you know thou shalt not kill thou shalt not mm. steal and and this and you know so so i um, think i think a lot of that's connected i think the parallels that run with culture 
um, and especially subcultures. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, in, in religion, you have these these rules and commandments and, uh -huh. you know, statutes. Whereas, and in culture, you, you happen to, in order to not, I don't, and succeed not in a monetary way, but just get better at this craft, uh -huh. you have to abide by certain rules in order uh -huh. to do so. Uh -huh. And if you don't, you end up in certain parts of the culture or you fall out of the culture. Uh -huh. But there's definitely a spiritual, to me, I, I, I see, and I find it so important that if you can experience a subculture and grow with it, you'll learn so much about life uh -huh. at the same time. Uh -huh. And to be honest, what you just said has kind of helped me understand even more about why my name was on that wall that day. Uh -huh. Because you're about this, like, we don't need to make a mistake here by, I'm Mo too. And I went into some kid's studio, some guy's studio, and he lent me some paint. You didn't need to put my name there, but because you know that by acting like that, that isn't, that's not going to help anything. Yeah, so but the wall would not have been done. Exactly, the wall wouldn't be done. But <laughs> yeah. many people, many, I know writers myself, you probably know writers too, that would be like, thanks for that, mate. And there'll be no dedication. Also, like, but it does, there's it? no like, growth. I put up the name, like, put up the name of, the, of the Italian guy who, that's right. who, who, like, who did this thing. It was Two wins. That yeah. was amazing that you, know, you did that. You know, and they were like across the street and say, yeah, and they were really happy. Of course. You know? that so was just, yeah. It's like because... Um, it's a brilliant um, mentality, He's man. just a... It's a... How much does it cost us to do it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, and uh, you know, like uh, what's that? That is it? Like take six or what? You know, sp spread love. You know, like uh, yeah. spread it, and it comes back to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so yeah. so so let's uh, let's take it that way. And uh, and um, but like coming back to the cultures, subcultures, religion stuff. It's um, cultures for me precedes religion. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And uh, it's about the doing and the celebrating and reverence of the uh, accumulated knowledge and craftsmanship mm. uh, and skills uh, and the celebrating of, um, of particular moments and stuff. We were, we were talking with my eldest brother, my friend Joe and Paul Bradshaw from Straight No Chaser about that the other night at the opening mm. because we've been pushed in the 20th century from the, I don't know, maybe from the moment that these corporations got together to decide that they'll make light bulbs that will have a short life, mm -hmm. uh, that uh, everything's got to be new, new, new yeah. and renewed yeah. and renewed. We can't consume culture. Culture no. is lived and uh, built upon, uh, whereas they transformed culture into trends that are consumed and discarded and we got to move on to the next thing. And I, this con consumer kind of aspect to it, uh, and this attitude tends to come from an outside, for want of a better word, colonial kind of a, a mentality yeah. uh, to uh, actually um, dissolve or dilute and uh, eventually empty a culture of its essence because that was the colonial empire building methodology yeah which, which which was when you've uh, conquered a people militarily through force the next most important thing you have to do is to neutralize their culture yeah because uh, that will mean that in their own language uh, they cannot uh, be uh, plotting stuff against you in a language that you don't understand yeah you're going to take a Aboriginal children, or you're going to take uh, Native Americans, uh, I don't know, like or a, who, or uh, who uh, are, yeah. indigenous yeah. 
children. You're going to put them into boarding schools. Mm -hmm. We're going to beat the Indian out of them. They mm -hmm. used to say, you know, and uh, we're going to put them in suits in Western uh, attire. We're going to civilize them. We're going to bring God to them. We're going like all these kind of things mm. um, uh, to in order to neutralize the these cultures and uh, and uh, when in fact like culture is all politics has been bought by financial interests yeah the same financial interests own the media that will uh, transform the perception to the public mm -hmm. and education has been superseded by the evolution of technologies which are also being funded by the same financial the same interests yeah. And so, so what do we have left? Yeah. We only have culture. Like, uh, culture is the only platform where we have, like, there might be some racist people who like the cuisine from the people yeah. they hate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or like, uh, uh, you're somewhere and you hear this music, that's really nice, that's really, yeah, but, you know, it's from the people you don't really like. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah, right, okay. You know, like, uh, so culture is the only, um, um, uh, it's the oil between the cogs, you know, and, the, uh, and, it. and, 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 it's the, and, and it's the binding yeah. material to a society that some people in a divide and rule colonial uh, approach to it are uh, dividing us and, and polarizing opinion yeah. because that's how they control. We see, I think we see all of that still current day with, with social media and its um, hunger to show off culture from the culture and also dilute it as much as possible because it is all about the next the next the mm. next and especially on social media it's the next the next the next mm. and i think i haven't done this podcast for two years uh -huh. uh, and when i first stopped i was like whether i was going to come back or not i wasn't sure but then there was this gap and i'm like are people going to forget because i nearly fell for the trick uh -huh. and then i realized it doesn't time and culture doesn't need that you don't need to abide by a rule or uh -huh. even time. Uh -huh. And so by not falling into it, I'm now comfortably coming back into the thing I love doing again, uh -huh. mainly because of work, COVID, whatever. But it was like, let's not get caught up in this. I've just done this and we post it. Or I need to keep, keep doing this because uh -huh. we're going to completely dilute and empty and drain the culture. It's, I hate Instagram. I hate it for the, the stories and the... The, the photos that go up, it, it upsets me so much. But rather than moan about it, uh -huh. I decide to do things well, in my own power like a, okay. to um, do it. I find culture so important. If I only had my website to rely on, yeah. I'd be struggling. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. But that's the so, world so, now, though. So uh, we are living a form of asymmetrical <coughs> warfare with, Perfect. Uh, with uh, these yes. technological tools. Yeah. yeah? And uh, so uh, the same way that... Um, you know, in Afghanistan, yeah, they're like IEDs, you know, like improvised explosive devices. You know, it's like, think of uh, uh, Ho Chi Minh and, uh, you know, of uh, actual real guerrilla warfare and uh, making use of, uh, of terrain, of uh, what resources you have mm. and all this kind of stuff. Culture works the same way. Perfect. But uh, these are tools. We are not the tool of it. I mean, I remember when That's we right. used to have like floppy disks. Then we went from floppy disk to SciQuest, you know, like SciQuest 125, and then to SciQuest 250. And then like the zip drives came with a 100, go, yeah. And then the jazz drives came in with a one gigabyte, whoa, you know, and then a two gigabyte, whoa. And then like not so long after, right. there's like 256 gigs in here. Yeah. It's like a, and everyone's go, yeah, but I need a new one. No, fuck it, man. Make use Utilize. of what yeah, you have. Use. Yeah. yeah? I, I try to tell people, um, like you see, like my Instagram account does not 
it's not Insta. It's almost like monthly gram. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Like uh, because be, because um, I really have to th- think uh, methodically and strategically about uh, what's the next. Uh, what's it, my friend Giorgio Dimitri, our friend? Uh, like mm-hmm. uh, he he likes to do things in series of three, and it makes yeah. your um, your feed when people look at it uh, actually more coherent and not, and not this all over the place. Yeah, thing. yeah. And uh, so I'm waiting to put the final post on the series about the paintings I have at Urban Spray at the moment. These are 19 kind of silk, it's a silk screen outline uh, dropped over a background that I put, then painted over, then outline dropped again, kind of found a line, then highlighted, all done with paint and stuff, you know. So trying to explain to people that process has been already a pain, but like, um, um, and uh, trying to also bring affordable art to smaller budgets. So people are essentially getting paintings for the price of large drawings, you know. Okay, but, nice. uh, but, you know, so I will wait until we have all the elements to actually do that final post. And exactly. if you see that every caption is, I go up to the maximum writing it on um, Open Office because I, I, yeah. I'm not going to pay a subscription to Microsoft. And you got to get to at 2,180 characters, 2,174. And that's when it reaches the limit to the caption. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and like then you post. try it and yeah. you see it doesn't work. Then you got to take it back into notes and, like, and like, <laughs> edit. edit, edit, you know, and distill, distill, get down to the essential things. Um, and then you post it and you see in the comments some people asking about stuff that's already in the, in the caption. Yeah. It's like, man, it's like... We're uh, in, it's uh, asymmetrical warfare, like you're right. It's, yeah. it's such a weird thing we're having to deal with. But I think there's a lot of... We're definitely getting a lot... Of, we're getting success out of it, but I think we just don't need to kill it. And if we can curate these pages and not let them own us, uh-huh. that will move forward. Well, well, look at the level of uh, dialogue and yeah. exchange, yeah. you know, like... Uh, uh, when it's my my friends who I often converse with and see and stuff, it doesn't matter. But yeah. people that don't know me, it's like, and they drop like a, a couple of flames and a couple of yeah. uh, 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 sparks and stuff. It's like, yeah. uh, can you find words? Yeah. Can you find some words to express yeah. what you feel when you see this? Because we need, I mean, like, like I rabbit on and on and on, I, I know. But like, uh, we need to find, uh, to keep the art of conversation and exchanging alive because uh, we are losing vocabulary, we are losing words, we are losing um, um, thought patterns um, um, and and, uh, resorting. We're almost like a Neanderthal type. I suppose though, because we can't control what everyone does, it is about how we do it. So by you making it a monthogram Uh, rather than an Instagram, That kind of okay. So you do get those those posts, but if you did that every day, you get those posts every day, helping those people not talk less, uh-huh. even more so. You know, so yeah, 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 yeah. I a, mean, yeah. we're. I said earlier we're making this film, and um, one of the guys said, "Oh, we should get a load of fifteen second clips ready." And I'm uh-huh. like, "Why?" And he says, "So we can put them on Instagram." And I said. I don't want people wasting their time for 15 seconds, like adding to that feed. Mm-hmm. If you want to see the film, you can go and see the film. Like I, add, adding to all of this stuff and giving people more content to just literally be blind to, and f- for a dopamine hit on both sides, mine and theirs, mm-hmm. it, it's not worth it. Let's let's curate properly for the culture and again utilize. You know, we're going to have mm-hmm. to utilize these tools. But mm-hmm. what this has been a, a, a amazing start, and I'd love to know how you kind of got there with this type of thought process. Would you mind going back to the beginning about 
how you got involved and like coming from Mauritius to the UK uh-huh. and what that was like. And Like I was eight years old, you know, I spent my childhood years in Mauritius uh, and uh, we were talking with my eldest brother about it. Like uh, nobody told us when um, um, that, you know, when you're, when you're in the British colonies, mm. they don't tell you what the other British colonies are like. You know, it's all, it's all about the mother country, you know, right. you know like, uh, yeah. and no one tells us that Jamaicans are black. You know, yeah. or this, you know, you don't know that there are all these different uh, slave descendants uh, and or indentured laborers, like for the like the Dalit. You know, like uh, when they realized the British fought for the abolition of slavery because they thought that slaves don't work, don't put heart into the work. Yeah, uh, so they because then they went to the Maharaja from this province and that province and said, we wouldn't mind a few of your Dalits. You know, like the untouchables. Uh, and uh, they can go and cut sugarcane instead of being leather tanners and all. And it's like we can break them out of their eternal cycle yeah. of untouchables, yeah? And so the, a lot of indentured laborers, you know, who signed with, with their, their thumbs, thumbs and ink uh, and were sent out to cut sugarcane and replace the slaves who were not putting their backs into it, yeah? And that, but this is a typical divide and rule yeah. of, the, of, the, of the UK. And um, one thing we forget is how insular Britain is otherwise you, we wouldn't have had Brexit yeah. you know but no, the, the yeah. insularity is toxic uh, as same with the patriotism and stuff when you yeah. you know so you um and so was it insular out there then in a way the, that that culture it, um it's because it's not, they kept you apart in a, in a well, sense well like um basically it became uh educated Indians became the civil servants uh, after the British left, because that's the irresponsibility of British colonialism. That's why you have Israel-Palestine, yeah. because uh, they were sending T.E. Lawrence uh, to uh, Prince Faisal to fight to fight the Ottomans, telling them they're going to get this part of this part of Arabia to them. And at the same time, with that's Lord terrible. Balfour doing the declaration, yeah. you know, uh, because um, the British upper classes wanted to get rid of uh, wealthy Jews, <laughs> you know, you know. So that's why they were also advocating yeah. like a like a what's that a homeland you know as a Theodor Herzl was and uh, but that's all in the time of a kind of the people don't realize that there's a co- colonial mindset a kind of superiority complex that is behind this yeah otherwise like Ben Gurion would not have been so racist against the Jews from um, Tunisia and stuff what's it like they were racist towards North 100%. African Jews. My mother's brother fought in uh, Suez in '56 wow. uh, when the uh, when the US thought, okay, we're like we're going to bury this empire shit for good. Yeah, you know, like I uh, had a talk to with someone about that the other night. About uh, she thought he thought that Thatcher was more influential than Reagan. I said no, it's that, that it's it's a two way, it's a two pronged or a pincer movement of different ideologies. But the US have got the world on lock probably since the First World War probably since the European countries uh, on some kind of high of industrial power and plundered wealth from their colonies yeah. just went for it and battered each other into a kind of mutual kind of suicide uh, in Flanders and wherever. Yeah. And uh, that put uh, the US first foot in the stirrup and then the Second World War, then it got both feet in the stirrup and then Marshall Plan and all this kind yeah. of stuff. So uh, we've been under that kind of domination for, and which is what we're going through right now Currently, with the war yeah. in the Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but like, uh, so uh, left Mauritius in 1976, arrived in 
the UK, uh, I think 12th of July, and uh, Bromley contingent, the whole punk thing had kicked off. The was this with the whole family? Your whole family? No, moved? my father left in '73. Right. I mean, it was always this. That was usually the, the migrational case. thing. Yeah. Uh, my father '73. My mother, January or February 75, mm -hmm. and the children, uh, July 76. Wow. You know, so um, when your parents explain to you that, uh, well, I'm going away, you won't see me for, <laughs> I don't know how many years, but yeah. like... Uh, Let's hope the plan but, works. Uh, <laughs> that's the way it is, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it's... Um, like, I wonder my, my, myself whether that's made me a bit odd and in the relationship with my own children. And the fact that uh, once when I was small, I just went off to Cub Scouts, didn't tell anyone about it, you know, after school. Just joined and, when? And uh, yeah. I didn't come back till nine in the evening. I mean, they thought they were going to call the police and stuff because, uh, you know, I was, I was still in primary school, you know. Like, but you, uh, you were so independent or felt so independent. Uh, distance yeah. and uh, time does not seem to have so much of a thing for you, you know. Yeah. So, so, so that, that, that's how that thing went. And, um, and, um, and then once when it really started to... Uh, so, yeah, anyway... Primary school, uh, Hither Green Primary School in South East London. Yeah. Really, it was a kind of a weird, bizarre place because it was a lot of Welsh teachers and head teachers and headmaster, uh, Mr. Evans, headmaster, Mr. Hewitt, the head teacher, Mrs. Farrer, uh, uh, then Mrs. Shaw, the music teacher. Uh, out of that um, Lewisham uh, educational district, there, you know, like when we did the Wizard of Oz things at, um, at Catford Town Hall. Um, out of seven schools, we, we had the five leading roles. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I was playing the lion. And, uh, and, uh, but like, uh, uh, we had the best singing, the best, you know, uh, because it was completely random that my parents had chosen to get a house and that thing. And it's the previous owner of the house who told them, yeah, well, what's it? This is a primary school on the way down to here, the Green Station, da 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 and uh, so it's completely by random yeah. uh, that uh, my brother there. and I ended up in that one. Yeah. You know, my sister at Catford Girls and my oldest brother at Brockley County. Okay. You know, like a prison on the hill, they call yeah. it. You know, like, uh, <laughs> like Hilly Fields, it's a blockhouse on top of the thing, a red brick. Uh, uh, so so um, that's how we plugged into London. But you had punk on one side and then you had dub, you know, and all, all these black people in your neighborhood. Oh, okay. Oh, okay that's Jamaicans you know and you'd hear like booming systems before LL Cool J ever thought of you know yeah, of a you know what well, this was like um you know LL Cool J came out what end of 85 yeah you know and this was like 1976 wow. you know? and uh um and booming systems were like 1993 or 1991 uh, um um and um so the Jamaicans had that because uh they also come from a the, it was the hardest colony yeah. in the Caribbean and uh, if you fucked up in one of the other colonies, oh, we're going to send you to Jamaica. Wow. The same way that if you fucked up in the, some of the southern states of the US, yeah, we'll sell you downriver yeah. towards Louisiana, where it's yeah. the harsher and harsher and harshest. Yeah. Uh, so, so this is um, um, coming back to the autonomy thing. Is that and Peter Tosh once said, in the ghetto, we uh, became creative with mathematics. Uh, we took zero and zero and made one. You know, and like uh, coming back to make making do with what we have, you know. And um, uh, but for my brother and myself, you know, like because there's just eleven months between us, we were okay. we were pretty close. And uh, you know, it was just running around in a park, and then there was always something to do. You know, yeah. like uh, uh, I mean, we didn't have computers, we didn't have you know. So there was you were always busy with yeah. something. Hands were yeah. full. Yeah. 
you know, and even uh, what's that? Even a bit later, they had uh, "Why Don't You?" Remember that program? Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like uh, even and a lot of children's TV viewing was full of these uh, post sixties kind of uh, mentality behind it who were trying to be really like educational and uh, they, you know like a uh, my world mm-hmm. you know like programs like that the music sound like uh, something from led zeppelin or from jethro tull or something so you can totally check whether people were making these this kind of uh, tv viewing yeah. or were from you know like a uh, uh, tv programs were from but like that's what we grew up on and we came from mauritius in july and our mother said you know what here's all these comics you know uh, uh whiz beano brilliant uh, yeah. Uh, because, Dandy, because, because you're because you're going to need to learn English. Yeah. Uh, uh, TV, you watch as much TV as you can, as much TV as you can. Radio, as much radio. You know, like, get, as much like of uh, it in. get them away from the TV. And no, it's like no, it's like no. You plug in and you absorb, you absorb, you absorb. What, what's know? the roots of Mauritian language then? Um, it was an uh, island that was used as a um, what's that? Water watering uh, spot, okay. or, like a way station for Arab sailors. Ah. The Dutch put a flag on it and uh, brought their ships, uh, killed off the dodo, made dodo soup, dodo this, dodo that. But wow. the rats that came off of their ships also invaded the island and um, and uh, were eating dodo eggs and stuff like that. So they thought, oh, shit, you know, what we're going to get to deal with the rats? Oh, let's bring monkeys in. Uh, they're going to hunt the rats. The monkeys are like, fuck, man, these rats are really fast. But dodos and dodos, uh, 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 just, just, just go with them as well. P- pudgy birds. Like, uh, so... <laughs> Um, uh, so the Dutch came through, then the French took over from the Dutch and the British, uh, they looked at uh, La Réunion, the neighboring island that the French also yeah. had and said, nah, too mountainous, not much uh, sugarcane, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Possibilities. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, they took Mauritius instead because it's a good way station to, uh, yeah. to uh, the rest of the Indian Ocean. And to, uh, so that's how it just went from one thing to another and each one bringing their own lot of uh, slaves from different places you know and yeah. so the british brought uh, uh you know from the opium wars so they, all their stuff with the uh, with the uh, south of china yeah. uh, india you know like um it's a real mixing pot then massive complete mixing pot mel- melting pot but uh, also pot. suffering from the british divide and rule thing yeah, yeah. which is they had race rights in mauritius in the 90s wow yeah because uh, because people had been kept so apart it was like basically the if you had to very vulgarly it's like the chinese own the stores the indians from educated backgrounds are the civil servants and the rest of them they cut sugarcane wow. you know and uh, and then they fight between what's that creole ex-slave and the dalit uh, ex-untouchable mm-hmm. of uh, who gets the the, sh- the lion's share mm-hmm. of uh, sugarcane cutting and like who gets to be foreman and all that so, uh, you know, and then there's all the different religions and all the stuff like, like that. But it's an incredibly rich terroir, uh, earth of uh, that can so much can come out of it. Mm. But um, that's where you learn that independence is bullshit. Uh, too many countries confuse independence with autonomy. Independence uh, means instead of getting fucked by one colonial country, you get fucked by all of them as long as the money's on the table, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and that's basically it, yeah, yeah. you know, so, and uh, you do not develop aut- autonomy, you know. Like, so uh, this, this mind state that you've got and how you how you think and feel is, is quite similar to you just going off to the scouts that day. It's kind of that... Curiosity. Yeah, about, the curiosity. I'm curiosity the, about everything. Yeah. Uh, I have an attraction to the opposite 
and uh, and I and a curiosity of everything that lies in between us. And is that how you found, like, your interest in in the music that you were hearing being played? And then, like, how did you come across? How, how how diverse was music on the on the you know on the radio? Yeah, it was. Then, yeah. Between like punk and Aswad and ABBA, and yeah. ABBA it came even later. Mm. You know, and uh, uh, and what's that? Um, uh, Ian Jury and the Blockheads and. Uh, the rich kids, you know, stiff little fingers, and uh, did you, you fall know, in Kate love Bush. with music young uh, then? Do you think music is just music, isn't it? So it's, it's just a, always it's, there. It, it, do you fall in love with it, or does it just permeate? Does it just? Uh, I know uh, people who don't care for it, which kind of makes me. Uh, I think um, they, they'll they'll feel it, but there's no love or appreciation for it as such. It's just a thing that's there, and I think there's a difference. We're coming back to this idea of consumption of culture and how they've been made uh, what goes in through your ears should be treated with the same respect as what goes in through your mouth yeah. and I'm not into the McDonald's yeah. of ear feed yeah you know? and uh, and uh, quality music is quality mu music I was talking with the other guys the other night about when uh, uh, remember the when how crazy people went over basement Jackson when the music keeps on playing yeah, yeah. And, on, and everyone was all you know I, I get goosebumps for that I wasn't even in the UK then but I, but you can see just how euphoric yeah. the people were about it and rah, rah, rah. and they go yeah but that's uh, yeah that, yeah that's last year and I'm done with that so you were fucking enjoying it yeah. you, have you are you already disconnected from these incredible moments of emotion that you were sharing with people around you. Is that discardable? I, I yeah. played a song that was 15 years old earlier when yeah. I got in because of, of how powerful it, it is. It doesn't have time. No, it doesn't have time. You're right. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't quality, see it at the time. I was just like, I need to hear that, that thing. I want to hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like a, uh, and in the most primitive so-called societies, uh, music since the songbird, yeah. uh, uh, or bird song rather, and uh, sounds of water falling and stuff, you know, you know and uh, trying to call, trying to mimic birds or animals in order to... this. Uh, music has been part of us like since the very earliest times of our and it's been around us and it's not and it's uh, uh, an integral uh, and essential part of our our development and existence and uh, and blossoming and blooming you know and uh, and also and it's also a bridge between us and other cultures yeah and uh, but it's when the music industry gets hold of it and packages it yeah. and commodifies it and uh, uh, like I said, I'm going to try and see Ross Allen. I remember yeah. when I did the blue thing for for him, uh, and he was telling me, yeah, you know, every, every two weeks I got suits and ties coming into my office. I go, yeah, so when we get something into the top ten, he goes, no, sorry, I'm working with this site, it's now, and I'm developing thing over two years ago. Uh, it, it doesn't register. It doesn't yeah, register yeah. because got to keep the shareholders happy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. quarterly profit forecast. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, um, uh, you know, that's the. The boom, 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 like uh, uh, done that, okay, out, done, yeah. move on to the next. It's that we are not like that. We build slowly and we amass uh, all the good things and um, we, uh, we live with them. Yeah. I don't live uh, in yesterday, but I live with yesterday. Yeah, you know, perfect. Like, uh, 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 I, I don't live in, in the past, I live w w with it. And everything that I've from uh, on the beach in Mauritius with my brothers and sisters when uh, by our grandmother's house, uh, west coast of Mauritius, Flick when the sun sets, we had the fire on the beach and the ghost crabs start coming out of the sea, you know, you just like, bam, bam, into the fire, you know, like, a, you have so many vivid memories from very early on, you know, and uh, the, then you have memories from, you know, the first time you go and sit down at uh, Lucian Odeon to, to see Star Wars in 1977, you know, or like, uh, 
uh, going to um, what's that, uh, Tolkien Society meetings uh, at the Valiant Troop on Good Street every first Sunday of the month on the first floor. Like all beating other people into Tolkien and talking the belly button fluff out of Tolkien. You know, but these are the kind of stuff. Amazing. How that, old were you then? Thirteen or something. Thirteen. You, you weren't involved in the graffiti scene by that point. No, I mean, no. Like, what's that? That starts in like late '83. We're still playing Advanced Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, painting lead figurines, Wicked. doing all that stuff, building dioramas. Uh, my brother and I, we got third place at uh, at um, Salute. Third place in 1982. Mm -hmm. With a, we had a little piece of wood like about this long, about yeah, like 12 inches by four may, maybe. We built a little path with the high things out, out of epoxy. Yeah. You know, you get the grass from the railway type stuff, and we had a, this like a, from Citadel miniatures, the 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 dwarves uh, cart being pulled by wild boars. Brilliant. You know, and like you had all that, and all we used painted. to paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we started. I started uh, painting lead figurines with Bill Brewer at a uh, rice temp and hobby shop uh, wow. on uh, Rye Lane in Peckham. Amazing. You know that that was my first job. You know that was my first owner. You know, like, uh, uh, and uh, we and my brother and I like we caught on. And my brother used to get her uh, from BT's on the Lewisham High Street. Uh, you get the black, you know, the little humbrol paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, and then you get a bit of silver. And uh, and you dilute that with the uh, turpentine or whatever yeah. it was then, or, Terps, or, yeah, or, or white spirit, white spirit. Yeah. and uh, and he drop it like into the chain mail and stuff, so that the so that the pigment lands like in the dips, and then he just lightly brush it with a metal brush, so it's like a, looking really like burnished and like looking extra three D. Depth, everything. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. We were like fourteen. Yeah, you know, paying attention like a, to these figures that are literally two and a half centimeters high, and yeah. then fucking tornado Tom Mayer from Rapatha. He was a don in like figures. It's like I'm yeah goosebumps. Amazing. You know, but like but that this is, and this is all accumulated kind of uh, just uh, richness and uh, living and uh, experience, and um, that's what you start to put into the characters when you're painting. Did you, you know, um, like uh, uh, that's the, the, the you know it's did that shock shack piece down uh, Covent. Yeah. Uh, summer 84 after doing the banners for um, uh, street entertainers uh, with Scribbler and um, there was this girl who was over from New York she was sitting on a bench with, where we all used to sit around Covent where the Doc Martin store was for a while uh, uh, beginning of Kingley Street there and she goes your piece is whack you know it's like man but I got I got arrows I got this I got that you go, no your piece is whack I know spank from the, the spank on the back of a yeah. way art yeah. you know man but your piece is whack oh, and, like, and, and you suddenly realise that I'll never be a fucking New Yorker yeah. you know I'm not born there yeah. uh, I didn't grow up with this culture around me I didn't see the trains running I didn't see any of that stuff yeah. so why am I going to pretend what, uh, what led you to getting those banners done and those, those first couple of pieces what was it that brought you into it because um our mother took my brother and I, I think, to get stuff for school or something late 83 uh -huh. uh, in town, you know, like um, Carnaby Street and stuff when it was less what yeah. it is today. And um, then uh, because she used to work up on Charlotte Street uh, and knew the, the inner town, uh, she was working in town like since ages, brought us down to Covent to just like chill for a bit. And um, so we're chilling in Covent under the covered bit and there's these guys there dancing uh, with these uh, Alessi the pastel yellow and pastel blue uh, those ones and it was MC Duke Duke Booty Scribbler was one of the doing his uh, 
like he always had his two finger things you know, <laughs> like a like a and uh, a couple of the other dudes there then i checked it was aussie's crew and stuff you know and with my brother and i thought yeah we're going to come back here yeah and um and uh we were still into this is 83 so uh earlier in that year we we won first prize at uh, salute 83 when you see the look because you just leave your figurines up on that long table for the judges right yeah and after a few hours ago and the winner is da, 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 da. oh you're sus you know and you get up and you see the whole room they look at them two little black boys there and like, <laughs> the, you could, you could like fuses are blowing yeah. all over the place you know and they they, they can't figure yeah. that uh, how is this done you know what uh we can make so many, so much of a way towards you, but uh, your indoctrination and prevents you yeah. from being able to make a bit of a thing towards us. Yeah. And uh, I was complaining with someone on the Diet Prada thing. It's like, a, you know, I'm aware of Operation Legacy, of how uh, archives and stuff were completely cleaned uh, of uh, what went on in the colonies and how the British rewrote the how they were beneficial to these uh, uh, people that they civilized and brought uh, uh, railways to and this that and the other you know but it's like um, um, the looks on their faces and that so it, it, this you know this was like 83 mm. uh, you know like uh, I remember when uh, we had um, playing Dungeons Dungeon and Dragons and were our friend Mick Sullivan, he had put an ad in uh, the White Dwarf magazine. Uh, people calling you, yeah, Adam Fotheringay, this like super posh dude. Yeah, it's super posh dude. He's like with his 23rd level bard and stuff. He's like, oh man, we're going to get rid of him. Because <laughs> like, uh, I used to be dungeon master sometimes, and Mick used to be dungeon master sometimes. And it's like, there's one thing, it's like the sleep spell is what is a simple spell that is very, uh, there's no kind of a parry like against it okay. you know so if the wizard drops a sleep spell on you <laughs> they get clobbered over <laughs> yeah game over 23rd level bard nah sorry we, we only stay around level six level seven we like to keep it just kind of rough and uh, and uh, you know hands on you know yeah. none of that uh, honest. you know so uh, it was like i don't know i guess like a I never played with video games like Grand, like yeah. Grand Theft Auto. It's like no. that that kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, but here you, you you had to imagine the scenario, build it up. You're sitting behind your screen and explaining it to people. So the, the art of storytelling again. We come back to words and our use of words. Now to be able to describe if it's if it's Dungeons and Dragons or or something or even um, RuneQuest, like uh, to describe the landscape, to describe the moss and stuff hanging from a ceiling you like want to make inside it as dramatic a tunnel. as possible uh, and uh, you have to describe everything. what's around mm. to the players yeah they and, have to uh, see what and, you're and, uh, seeing they in have, your head. you've got your map of the whole thing on millimeter paper and you have to describe uh, how many meters further and because they've got to draw their map out at the same time yeah uh, so I mean, that level of exchange on, yeah. on a human level, it's like, come on. It's like, I mean, so we go back to primitive societies sitting around like the fire mm. and the elders telling the stories mm. and everyone is listening like this attentively mm. because the eldest person is the most respected person because they hold the longest hist living history. So this is uh, the way in which, again, are we into K 
keeping knowledge and building up and up and slowly uh, living that uh, thing and, and respecting all this accumulated uh, that legacy uh, this uh, this uh, what's that? What's it's it augmented it? nearly when you've uh, in this inheritance a yeah. cultural like, inheritance you know like no nowadays it's just like no that's done we're done with that we move on to the next yeah. done with that move, move on to the next and this is how you um, disorientate people how you take away their the reference points and the grip that they have yeah. their understanding of us so you know what and then when they've lost everything you, you tell them it's a foreigner's fault well I, I think this again it comes back to the that importance of culture and the, like the, the fact that you had to spend that time in, in the years you put into Dungeons and Dragons and everything you had to put into it from yourself it wasn't so so long but it was intense. no no yeah. exactly it was yeah. intense and especially look, listen when we're doing things at between 11 and 13 it seems like forever 11 and 14 seems yeah. like a very long time but it is a very intense time yeah. and you seem to have like it looks like you want to bring or you have brought that through with other things in life and then also understanding the nuances and connections to other parts of life uh -huh. yeah i love it i love Every, it everything is a, a, a like I, I say um i guess financial and economic things there's these graphs it's a bit like x and y and you yeah. grow like this yeah. no i feel that we grow like a sun yeah and uh, and we grow in every direction yeah. and and, and every, everything that we touch that we're you know what's it you're going to travel to there to travel to there you know like uh, so everywhere we, we must we have to feel that way about uh, uh, it's a kind of ho holistic accumulation yeah. of uh, of uh, stuff that's all around us and not thinking these very two-dimensional terms and graphics that we're imposed which kind of limit the way in which we yeah. think the capability um, of a yeah, human yeah and yeah. Um, and um, as animals yeah you know, like uh, uh, we lose our our senses closer they you know they i mean talking about corporations get to pushing away our senses the quicker we are enabling capitalism and the, the more easily manipulable yeah much more we become because yeah, senses and, yeah. are dulled down and yeah and but like i say when they wait there was a lie of a um, trickle down economy no it's trickle up yeah. you know for, no for instance thing. that's a you know um, so maggie thatcher 1980 there is no alternative so um economists politicians uh, all types of uh, learned experts denied themselves the capacity to imagine an alternative yeah. outside of the parameters that she set just by this phrase and how it was drummed into us well so was uh, get brexit done yeah. you know and all this kind of stuff and uh, and uh, uh, but we were spoke speaking with steve about that yesterday and uh, about how cameron was arrogant enough mm. to reduce the complexity of eu um uh, bureaucracy and the treaties to in or out it's not that fucking simple yeah uh, and even Corbyn realized that there were some economic uh, measures that he would have liked to implement in certain impoverished areas of the UK that EU uh, rules would not have allowed him to do yeah, yeah? Uh, because it's uh, it's supposed to be like unfair competition or that you know and um, it's like I'm totally pro-European, but I'm thinking about the people who come from Puglia or you know from a uh, uh, um, Almeria, you know, or like uh, some from some corner of Wales or or, or some corner of a yeah. um, somewhere in Enniskillen or something. I'm talking about people, the richness of people yeah. in Europe, not a bureaucratic uh, structure that benefits people who already have the Enough. means to 
put their big uh, dossiers on the table, yeah, we'd like to get a uh, um, regulation done or undone so that we can do what we want to do. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the kind of money to get think tanks and number crunches no. to prepare these kind of things for us and lobby uh, 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 EU technocrats and bureaucrats for that. You know, They knew which buttons to push in this insular society uh, to, uh, to um, bring it back to the establishment. And with the decolonization, uh, with the uh, waning of the empire to also, um, uh, and Operation Legacy and stuff like, like that, to, uh, to make it just really, uh, it's all about us. And, uh, you know, we'll, you know, stiff up a lip, all this kind of stuff, blah, 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 and we'll, we'll somehow make it through. You know, it's really, really... Uh, it's detrimental. It's, it's, it's completely uh, stuffy and claustrophobic uh, on uh, so many levels. Yeah. And uh, but like, uh, this, this, this is why to me culture is important because I'm, I'm from poverty, mm-hmm. and you know, single parent family, estate, mm-hmm. true poverty, no education, I knew nothing, and, and literally graffiti and being part of a culture has taught me so much about life. Mm-hmm. I still don't know much, but uh, I know a, a bit about life, uh, which I think is really important, uh, to be honest, rather than knowing equations mm, or uh-huh. other stuff like that. But when, you, when, when you'd been to Covent Garden in 83 yeah. with your parents and then gone back the following year to paint those pieces, what happened in between? How did you, what was the connection to you painting? A, I mean, I was a kind of a model student because I just was so curious, you know, it's like, whereas my brother, just 11 months apart, has a real anti-authority issue, you know, like, um, and uh, so, you know, it's just how we are. Mm -hmm. But I only went as far as, uh, what's it, I went on to O-levels and then uh, uh, I did my A-levels and then uh, I went to work uh, doing deliveries for an art store uh, near Piccadilly Circus, and you're there, like, doing deliveries in the kind of storeroom thing and having conversations with guys there. Like it's not, you can't say that, man, you lot are thick. It's just like, uh, it's like, man, uh, there's so much out there. There's so much out there. You know, I've been yeah. through so much like, a, like, like already. And um, then you're going and delivering supplies to all these, this is like early 87, really early, to all these uh, graphic studios and stuff. And you come in there and they say, yeah, just drop that there, you know, and you're seeing and you're really like, you're watching what they're doing yeah. and uh, you're really into it. Yeah, and like you, you want to, but it's like no, you're just a fucking delivery boy, aren't you? So, so. Uh, but uh, you're you're an artist by then. This is like '87. Yeah, so you you're know, in. Uh, you know, like uh, I mean, uh, spray can art was going to come out. Yeah. Later that so year. So you were about to hit, really. You're on the uh, cover. Uh, yeah, but like that's a whole other uh, can of worms. So quickly, what was that connection? And so you you saw graffiti. You, you've been into comics, Star Wars. Yeah. The Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So so you so see the piece. I come in. to so we come. Um, the Sounds magazine comes out okay. during May '84, uh, okay. and it's got on the cover the guys with the beatbox and all the windsheeters and stuff. And we say, yeah, we, we're definitely going back. Like, like with my brother, so we start going back, and then you see like Dan Charing Cross subway guys practicing this, that, and the other. So you start hanging out. Then you show them like that the little lettering drawings. They go, oh, you, you can draw. Uh, so they call me like artist, you know, like uh, they say, yeah, can can you paint something like on my tracksuit? Yeah, tracksuit. yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was doing that with the with the humbrol onto onto fabric, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with enamel, yeah. enamel onto fabric, <laughs> you know, yeah. like a painting, like letter. it's like okay, whatever, yeah. And um, where and, were you uh, getting your letters from? Where were you getting inspired from? Because there wasn't anything out, was there? There was nothing for us to re- nothing for you to really um, look at apart from what you were seeing 
in Covent Garden or surrounding areas. Where did you really, see? Really, uh, uh, where did you form could, these letters from? I mean, all we had was "Hey, you, the Rocksteady Crew," "Duck Rock." So those and, covers, uh, and, uh, yeah. and uh, I mean, I didn't have, even have the record. You just no. just remember it, yeah. And uh, because I remember, like, I did a, like a YMO because I like Yellow Magic Orchestra. Okay. But all that stuff I got um, uh, robbed from my Paris flat in December '88. Oh man. Uh, so most of the Covent photos, so all <laughs> that stuff went. But um, so it's, it's I've got a weird relationship with that kind of era because uh, if I tap too much into it. It gets upset. Then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because um, I'm pro culture. Yeah. And uh, to know that uh, somebody, you know, they talk about how they is Sharia law or this Sharia laws that, but you, but you know what? For people that steal from other people, I have very little yeah. empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, especially when it comes to that kind of stuff. And the dude was years and years and years later. The Dude was identified by his tattoos by the police. They dragged up out of the river or something. Oh, shit. Uh, two holes in the chest, nuts in the mouth. Wow. He fucked with the wrong people. Damn right. Yeah? And uh, all I can say is, I hope it was long and painful. Karma, man. Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Uh, because uh, Those were treasuring um, years for you. The, what I have uh, was to be shared yeah. between the people that... Uh, um, allowed me to take photos of them, you know, like uh, that were trusting, you know, yeah. like uh, all that stuff. All my drawings going back to uh, uh, even large ones, like uh, going back to what, 1982 or something? I don't ah. know why I took so much of myself to practice that. You know, this thing of you want to be able to tap yeah. into your whole life. I'm the same. To, to, I'm 100% uh, to, uh, the same. Uh, um, it, I think it's important to, to archive and, uh, and not to say, I don't feel like I'm amazing. I'm not a king of graffiti or anything. Yeah. I just think it's important to archive because the lives we're building. What's that? What's it? I they're don't. They're part of yeah. a, They're part of a bigger story. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that? to hear uh, that, man. Uh, classical two raps new generation. No kings nor queens, just souls and crews. Huh. Raps yeah. new generation. Ge generation that tune. Yeah. yeah. No kings nor queens, just souls and That's crews. It. Yeah. That's like it. a as an individual and as a crew, you can yeah. co collaborate and cooperate. I love that. And uh, yeah. I love and that. Uh, and uh, if there wasn't all the other people doing it, uh, the real hardcore illegal ones would get caught really quick. Yeah. Because it's luckily that you're covered by a whole bunch of other people out there who are, who are keeping the authorities busy. Yeah. You know, because if there was just you and a handful of other people doing that damage, uh, I don't know how long, how long it would take them lost. to actually find yeah. you. You know, uh, um, uh, so, 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 and uh, also uh, my inspiration comes from all the Covent stuff, you know, dancers, people we didn't, uh, who, even people who were just hanging out, you know, all of them. Like, uh, we're, I'm not, uh, I hated in school when, uh, yeah, but you can draw, you'll do the deco for the, it, it, this, like even in primary school, yeah. you're, like you're gonna do the deco for the Christmas play, yeah. or the, this play and that play. But when you're at that age, you hate being separated from your classmates, yeah. uh, because you want to belong. Yeah. Everyone wants to belong, you know, you want to feel that you fit in. So even if you supposedly, really good at something like you're separated from the and the others are told oh you can't draw he can i, I used to belong to the tolkien society amon hen was a bi-monthly fanzine right. that you know that you send illustrations to and people be critiquing yeah but hobbits didn't have feet like this and this and then malorn was was twice a year so we did that so it, when this culture comes along suddenly it's not how good you can draw figuratively 
is if you know A, B, C, D, you can swing. Yeah. You know, you got you got an inroad here. Yeah. And you can add your own fucking style to it. We all speak differently. Yeah. We all walk differently. We talk differently. We 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 we're, we're so diverse. You know, and uh, we accentuate. And uh, there are tags that I've seen that have uh, given me so much more energy than some elaborate piece that's taken yeah. you know you know it's a, a well-placed tag and a swing in it and things like that there's all distilled concentrated uh rhythm everything dynamics everything is just like this it's boom, in, boom, boom, boom. Like it's yeah. in the wrist or if it's a bit bigger it's the elbow all right you know or if it's a or if it's like throw-ups and stuff it's yeah. it's the shoulder maybe you know, a philly and, style uh, tag It'd and be a, uh, definitely a shoulder hit wouldn't it and uh like uh but even the what's it even like the you know for me like new york kind of stays there because so many people are doing it at the same time over mm. so many years uh so many of the of the boxes got ticked and and it's like uh and the you see in paris like guys like o'clock starting mm. with super ugly super ugly tags but because it goes on and on and on and on then the method kicks in then it becomes as uh, as natural as breathing. Yeah. You know, and like, and the, yeah? Warming yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's it? It's like uh, people who do like martial arts, you know, and like, and, and like the, every yeah. morning, like they go through the same uh, kata or like Emotions, or whatever you, yeah. you, you, you want, like you want to call it and keep on repeating that gesture, like until like it's uh, like they can do it blind, you, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so it's this kind of watching people kind of uh, evolve with a with a language of gesture and uh you don't have that in pieces you have that in tags and throw-ups yeah because that's that's like recorded movement you know not kind of you know this bit do you think you would have put those two things together had it not been for dance being in the same place because i i came into the culture in 90 i'd watched it from a young age i'd actually been to covent garden Mm. as a young child and seen you all Mm. i don't know who i saw but Mm. my mum brought me to covent garden i saw all of you Mm. But I didn't actually paint or get into it till 94, 95, I started painting. So by then, breakdancing break was not part of the mm. culture for me. <clears throat> but you seeing both at the same time and experiencing both at the same time, is this why you managed to explain letter forms through movement? Also, why your paintings mm. are... I had a chat with uh, Terra 161 about, about, oh, about wow. this because he told me, look, I've got two left feet, you know, like, I don't like, you know, I don't... I said, yeah, but, you know... Uh, I mean, we, we have to understand, like, uh, if we look at the New York scene, if we look at the uh, scene and Peanut 2, and uh, we can see the people who were raised more on rock, who were, would be more towards a Rick Griffin and uh, and uh, that kind of uh, yeah. feel yeah. Of, 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 of stuff, you know, like Mouse and Kelly and all, and all that uh, stuff. And, uh, and you would see the stars that are, uh, as it goes over towards... Uh, people who've been exposed to the music and the dancing and uh, where case two and where the I keep saying that the case two LK that's probably the, that case two and that case two LK is one of the most amazing uh, it's instinctive so you know, yeah, it, you know yeah. like a yeah computer rock I mean mm. he calls it computer rock but man that's goosebumps you know you, mm. you talk about it you see it and you and it's like, um, uh, but um, that idea of rhythm, of uh, deconstruction and reconstruction, uh, rhythmically, technologically, 
I mean, this is coming from people with no musical instruments, uh, no relying technology. on technology. Mm. And uh, what Q-Tip said about, we had no instruments, so records became our instruments, and we just, and the um, access to uh, the machines to actually do it, the de democratization of technology, so that, uh, and again, almost a form of asymmetrical cultural warfare of making use again of again, yeah. what bits you have. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, uh, that's why Jamaicans invented sound systems, because they couldn't afford big bands for, for, for high school dance yeah. and stuff like that, which is why they got to having, uh, eventually going down to the DJ yeah. aspect of and it. And an MC, yeah. You know, like a, like a, uh, and uh, so, so, um, that rhythmic thing uh, where there's dovetailing and um, osmosis between uh, different artistic disciplines like uh, that like you're getting an, another level of synergy going on there you know mm. and, uh, and it's really um, really enriching and it's constantly bouncing off of each other and there's something that I felt in Covent Garden at that time was that, you know what, this is the most incredible, because when you've been Tolkien Society, Star Wars, mm. role-playing games, lead figurine pain painting, you know, done that, been there, so, 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 so. but here it's like we're in a one geographical place where people come from all sides of London and outside of London to congregate there and to uh, exchange and everyone thinks they're the best at whatever everyone is up in each other's faces pushing their yeah 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 you know like a, we were all these just little walking around little volcanoes mm. with lava kind of bubbling up in, inside and like ready to to explode you know erupt on the, on like on whoever because we thought that even though you were shit mm. you know but you still had no Did shame you, in your game the, <laughs> you know that's why you know and and we and we rated people for the fact that they'd still do their shit you know even the, you know it's like yeah, come on, give him his props, you know, or yeah. give her props because, uh, yeah. Was there painting every weekend there? No, or, or it, it, did it you was mostly people just hanging around, yeah. chatting shit, and, so, and dancing. Others going off, stealing records, coming back, okay, uh, stealing yeah. clothes, coming back. You know, yeah. it was just, the, yeah, it was just, and it's just this constant uh, carousel yeah. of the, But and, those boards that were painted by. Yeah, yeah, York, we paint, yeah. What's that, it? So, f summer 84. It became the backdrop to so much. Um, the alternative arts. Uh, on that Kingley Street, yeah. Uh, downstairs in the basement, Alternative Arts is a GLC office that that uh, monitors and organises the busking spots of the garden of right. who's of who's got the license to yeah. busk and then and, and then they got to come and check in and this and that and the other. So once a year they got their street entertainers festival. Mm -hmm. So Scribbler and me did the banners in '84. You know they went so Alternative Arts went to get the. The canvas for Street, um, uh, Brodie and Middleton's, or, or with it wasn't prime. Paintings of Whether the, the first sketches were made with maybe with pencil, you know. But Scribbler was painting like already since a year before. Scribbler got busted right for doing a Scribbler piece under the Coliseum where the Chinese School of Medicine is in that tunnel there. Yeah. Under, yeah. When you're coming up from from a from a Charing Cross, there's a center on the yeah. left, police station on the right. There's that tunnel there where the Chinese School of Medicine. He got busted for 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 painting there, and um, and so he was telling me about. It. He, so he was filling me in, and because he lived in uh, Beckenham, he was on the same train line almost. He was going Hayes, and I'm going um, Grove Park. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. 
so I'm going through Heather Green and, and he's going through through Ladywell and stuff like, like, like this. So he was filling me in on the stuff and the, so we did the banners with the unprimed, with the, man, it was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. But like, so we did that that year and then because they were rebuilding the Royal Opera House, the extension, there were, there were the hoardings there, yeah. but already Snake and Can Man, that's uh, had already painted there before, right. you know, like- Legally. Uh, I, I think it was kind of tolerated Right. Yeah. So these were people that were there from before me, you know, like, uh, and uh, so that's why in 1985 we get to do the street entertainers thing after I've come back from Paris. But yeah, summer 84, Shock Shack piece, Scribbler does a high tech boot, you know, yeah. what's that? Uh, Beat Street had come out, Amazing. you know, and stuff like that. You know, that, that was another weird one because uh, Beat Street was like trying to work out the, you know, and there's a problem here. We've got subway art here. And then there's this film. Uh, the, 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 there's an issue here because the the things just don't look at all the same, you know. So 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 that was the thing with it. And um, so we did that. So we were became like Covent Garden residents from uh, from that point on. That's a scribbler piece. Oh shit! That's the one at, at the Chinese in that tunnel that he got busted oh, for, and he God. was on a year's probation. Yeah. So wow. so so. So, so, so that's the, the... The Kid Cobra tag above it as well. Sorry, sorry? Kid Cobra tag above it as well. So, meeting... You met Scribbler down there, right? Like, like I'd already you, seen him dancing. You'd seen uh, him dancing the, the year in before. In 83 yeah, with, yeah. The, with the MC Duke and, the, and uh -huh. that stuff. It's just me and Scribbler. Yeah. And then we... Battersea Park uh, Capital Venture Day. We're down there as well that summer. Uh, and uh, so I'm beginning to hang with Scribbler. And then one day down Covent, we see this guy, this white guy with the kind of cornrows kind of thing and uh, with painted jacket and two other guys on his side walking up towards Covent Tube. And that's um, Zaki, Eskimo and Xerox. Amazing. Uh, so, so then we chase up behind them and that was Zaki's crew, the, tra the trailblazers with Eskimo and Xerox. That's right. Yeah. So from that point on, we uh, do uh, 9th of September, we paint Scribbler, Danny Francis and myself on one side at the South Bank at uh, this uh, GLC jam. Okay. Yeah. So Scribbler, Danny and myself on one side, Zaki Eskimo and uh, Xerox on the other. Pride by himself, big pride from Wembley, always really intimidating uh, I love it. figure and um, 3D from Bristol wow yeah that early yeah 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 but hey like what's it even summer of what's it you had like you saw flyers from uh, from uh, their the sound system yeah yeah and uh, and flyers were coming up to London you know like uh, you knew there was something happening in Bristol yeah already from from, from then from so, just a couple so, from the, so, just so that flyers. was really amazing really uh, something you know so You're, you've now joined up with Zaki Xbox. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so from that jam on, we join up with Zaki as a trailblazers. Yeah. So Scribbler and I do the Devious TV's piece with that kind of goofy character. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's from that time. Yeah. And uh, so that Devious TV's piece is done, and that's when Scribbler starts to do that what I call cheese cheese cutter style because the end of his letters they got this kind of a cuts Slump. in them. It looks yeah. like a marathon man when uh, when Roy Scheider when he's come up to the window and that <laughs> assassins behind him and 
Yen tries to uh, to kill Take him with, it, a, yeah. with a cheese cutter and puts his hand, he's cutting in. It's like a, so I said to Scribby, it's a like cheese cutter style, you know, like, uh, and um, do I already do that proms character? I think the first one with a kind of a, with a dude and a, uh, or does Scribbler do proms afterwards? Because there's devious TBs and then there's a little bit that comes back yeah. and I do the character and there's a proms thing there. And then we do the another TBs piece in the bit at the back. Uh, um, or maybe a blazers with a red background with a character with a really like big teeth holding the piece like this. Uh, all that's gone because I got burgled. You know, so I don't have Fuck. any... Yeah, any of that photo. Yeah, none, none of that stuff. So, so, so that's how that kind of stuff like, all, all uh, kicks in. Um, so all of this is happening now in Covent Garden. Yeah. What, what was the Paris calling? What was that? What was the uh, connection? What was the... Like, maybe September 84. Yeah. We see in Charing Cross Subway uh, tags like DK, D slash... Uh, not, not slash... Uh, dash um, dash uh, K-A-Y uh, Bando and Scam little tags and um, you and knew they well, were different of course of course because like um, uh, then we hear and I think it's exactly that uh, Bando and uh, these people had come through and uh, had uh, painted uh, and, and they just tagged up everywhere they're just looking through and Bando was basically coming over and looking for people to burn. I mean, that, that's how we were, you know, Amazing. it's like, it's like a, uh, yeah, where's a competition? You yeah. know, I'm gonna burn you, yeah. Was he on a school trip or was it like a crew? No, no, just crew they, just came, they just came over. Wicked, uh, um, like love that. it. So it's the next springtime where Scribbler gets the number from Zaki and uh, he says, yeah, let's meet. Uh, and Bando comes over we meet him down at the bottom and uh, we see this guy who looks like a member of the Ramones. It's Scribbler and I going to meet him uh, with his white and uh, green uh, Puma cap. No, white, like, white and green cap, Puma yeah. suede. What's that? Blues Brothers, Ray-Ban, Wayfarers. Uh, so we came and uh, it's like a, to kind of battle, but it's like in the end it's like, whoa, you're good. Well, you're good. Okay. But then we mutually joined each, like, like uh, each other's crew. Richard. So we joined Bomb Squad 2 and Scribbler and I, we put him in TCA. So this means that this must be after Shaw Theatre, the rap attack right. at the Shaw Theatre, yeah. uh, where Dick Fontaine had come over with Brim and stuff like that, you know, like, a, no, it can't be because, uh, because uh, we'd be paint, when Brim came over, Bando was over at the same time. Wow. And, we, and when we painted down Ladbroke Grove on Powys Terrace, Brim painted downstairs with Scam and this guy Drome, and uh, Bando and I painted upstairs the crime piece and that blonde girl character, um, crime rock. Uh, Bando did just only with a with a with a with a buntlack. Yeah, it was on Powers Terrace for years till two thousand and four. So that was that, and um, and it was uh, a good uh, connection. And um, that's when we hooked up with him. Then uh, Sunday, twenty sixth of May, I go to uh, Paris for the first time. Uh, to paint with him, so I'm a uh, scribbler, and I have had already done Lenny Henry show, Wicked, uh, yeah. uh, studio, the, yeah. the the stage thing in a studio, the studio set, and that was our first big earner with I him, mean, like a, coming uh, out saying, and uh, yeah, the, they left yeah, the we windows le open. Yeah, we left the windows open, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a yeah. great.
<laughs> and um, but you know, I mean, that was like how much was that? Seven hundred eighty-one. It, it looked like a lot of money, of course. But for them, it was pennies. Know, yeah, yeah, nickels and dimes. So yeah, like a, so. So, so um, you're experiencing like you've really like jumped into this culture, and you've it's you're at this point where it's it isn't blowing up but there's a big uh, you're at the you're at the center of it all uh-huh. with Covent Garden and then meeting up with Bando and uh-huh. obviously Brim and so on coming over spray can arts coming out you want to no, no, cover no, this it. is we're, we're in 85 now yeah we're in, we're in 85 so I go over to paint with with Bando I bring back Altona paint that wow uh, and uh, that's why the and then so this was like 20 26 yeah uh, no hovercraft it was like you take the train down to take the train down to Dover yeah I mean I keep uh, yeah and then you you know and you'd bring back paint and uh, then the 21st or the 24th of June I go back with pride and uh, and uh, we come back again and that's when we got bring back more paint and we hit the trains at the Rickman's worth layup uh, with pride so he did the pearl piece and and those are the and the ghosts of those pieces stayed in the aluminium of the of of those mets for they couldn't clean it out like, so i don't because know because the altona lead, paint yeah wow yeah, the altona uh, really just just uh the lead in uh, it was... like, i don't know if it's the lead it's just like a, the... it just worked its way in and and it didn't go and uh so um uh what year was but that like a, this is like eight june june 85, 85 yeah. maybe beginning of july amazing uh but but the problem is that um we, the weekend after that, Zexky's is down in Covent showing the photos. And he's like, man, man, what the fuck? It's like, a, so we were victim of our own fame very early on. And you worked out that you couldn't really do anything anymore in a way, because if you relied on other people for the layups and stuff like this, they would talk. And it was <coughs> like, a, a, so um, whereas if you were someone starting up from scratch uh you could operate in anonymity yeah uh uh our cover was blown from a, from a yeah. from a day one i mean we did hip-hop for ethiopia at the lyceum like end of 84 wow the backstage uh the on a you know painting with spray paint and car plan and stuff on the back of the stage we you know we did uh electro rock and all are, that stuff are, and they, are people know. coming to Covent garden to find you to commission you nah was it like a it was uh, like a uh, network there was a uh, people were not really I mean apart from the swatch um, time and motion thing there were not that it was seen as a novelty yeah. you know I mean like um, Lenny Henry show was one good gig then uh, what's his name um, Artful Dodger got the Weetabix yeah. job you know like uh, but it was seen as pure novelty yeah. by, by, uh, by business yeah. then you know and it was just real flash in a pan stuff and um you knew that you're going to have to rely on yourself yeah. pretty much. Did you, know. you, did you from an early age then after that whole experience, say we get to like towards the late 80s and you're fully in, do you, do you call yourself an artist? I don't like that name actually. For me it's like, if you, uh, when people go, are you an artist? Like, no, I'm a painter, yeah. you know, like a cabinet maker or a plumber or a chef. If you've got a problem with the electricity or something, you and you got a real big problem. You hope that the best person is going to come to do it. Who yeah. have pride in their work, yeah. who understand uh, the history of the craft that they're in and respect it, and uh, who are not there to fob over 
the the, the customers. What's that? Um, DJ Madder from uh, Son of Noise. Okay. Um, he, like he's got an electrical firm with six employees. Well, that, I mean, the last time we were talk, talk, talking about this, and uh, he told me that he learned with some super hardcore Jamaican guys who, um, because they couldn't get jobs because they were black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you had to be next level the best, best to get yeah. work. Yeah. You know, so, um, and they pull off some jobs sometimes, like rewiring some people's townhouse over a weekend. While some of the British ones go tea break, tea break, tea break, yeah. they're just like take ten days. These guys yeah, are at these it. Are, they go through it, and you know, we do it, and we, you know, you take pride in your work. You're not there to just uh, sit back on other people. But again, you know, um, uh, it's how you view what you do, and uh, whether you have this kind of bit of a superiority complex or the kind uh, well, of complacency it, that sets in. I find it really nice about you that you put it that way. I think that's a really nice way to put it, but. By, by, Artist, be, no. by being a painter, did you, did you, I, I got told recently about myself that I seem to be, by a friend of mine, he says, I seem to be building a legacy all the time. I've always wanted to build legacy. Mm. I wanted to make a legacy, build a legacy, be part of this thing. And so I knew from an early age when I started, I'd been through a lot of shit before I started writing, but when I started writing, I thought, this is how I'm going to do it. This yeah. is where I'm going to get my name. Mm. And, uh, do did you think you were, you were, so I knew part of, from the beginning, whatever it is I do, I want to just keep getting better and better and better and respect it, respect huh. it the whole way through. Did you feel that in the, after those initial four or five years of being in that, being in the scene, did you think this is going to be my life and I'm just going to keep working at this? What's it? Um, like I told my mother when I was small that um, I was going to be um, either a priest or a painter. Wow. Uh, good thing I didn't go for the priest thing. Yeah. I would have been defrocked very quickly. Completely. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, so, uh, but from the moment of that, then I'm focused on that. That and, was uh, adamant uh, you, yeah. And I had uh, an incredible amount of uh, support and encouragement, and encouragement from my mother because uh, coming from our Mauritian background and uh, every new year there, there are these... Um, Mauritian get-togethers of all the of that generation that emigrated in in the, in the 70s uh -huh. and there was this kind of thing where the parents are comparing their children like cattle yeah you know, like a, I mean look at look, look look or like horses or like race horses you know? yeah. oh you know look at the teeth on that one look at the oh what and, and what's your son doing what's your daughter's doing yeah what's, no, 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 no. it's like a uh, so there's a kind of a cultural pressure there you know, and everyone's expecting everyone's son or daughter to become a lawyer or a doctor. Or, you know, these yeah, kind of yeah, classic. Yeah. We've managed you know, to do this with our kids. With Already, that migration when you leave a place, it's like a, with any and every culture, we have our good and bad sides. You need to be very careful what you take in your luggage. Mm. Take the good stuff in your luggage. There's loads of stuff about your own uh, culture that uh, just historic that you know. You know what? That bit and that bit and that bit, I think we can leave behind. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, whether some cultures to do with excision, you know, and these kind of uh, cultural issues. Uh, there's stuff that, uh, you know, like I was saying to someone, if you're a hot air balloon, uh, there's a point where you need to get rid of the bags of sand if you want to rise above mm. uh, the treetops, mountain tops, maybe, I don't know. Mm. So the encouragement is like, uh, you know, try to realize your own potential. Uh, the to but at the same time, when I read about the Picassos and the 
Lucian Freud and stuff, and you see about their family life, you also have to make a choice about what kind of parent you're going to be. Mm. And uh, where does your art have to maybe take a bit of a side thing for a bit to uh, devote time to your children so as to uh, try and help them to develop into as a like a better human being than you are mm. kind of thing. I hear you, man. You know, I hear but, you. you know, I've been doing it a long time. And it's a hard fucking task. And all the pressure uh, to do with that as well. Mm. You know? so, so these are how we move uh, forwards and how uh, there are lots of things I don't end up doing and how I'm not completely just so into his art and stuff. Yeah, but it was a shit father. You know, but like, okay. so life is but, but so it just it sounds to me that you've because I've been following you since I got into the scene you were obviously massive by the point I got into it by 94, 95 and I see well realise the history you've got and then see the work you're putting in in the day that I start painting uh-huh. your legacy is massive to me and so you obviously at some point decided that this I'm is my life a track record yeah. maybe yeah. but in my eyes it isn't a track record to me it's massive yeah. like you know, it's why the, uh, seeing my name in your hand style uh, uh, is a massive deal for uh, me. Like, and I don't mean to put you up on a pedestal to make you feel awkward, but Cash knows this about uh, me. I'm, uh, graffiti world made my life. Uh, like, you, all of you lot made uh, my life. Like, you're very important people to me. Um, but, but it's two-way traffic. It may, yeah, it may well be. Is, I'm hoping to is, play a part in it, like man. It's, I'm hoping like it's, that it's my... Always, it's like I was saying, in Coven, people that were hanging out, people that were cracking jokes, you know, like uh, people that that were dancing, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, what's that, uh, City Limits crew, yeah. you know, like um, um, everyone was, everyone was in the It all made part of it, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. There's no hierarchy to it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, it's that richness of, and that really wide spectrum of humanity that's around you. Mm. You know, like, a, like under all its forms. So, and, so I, 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 and uh, I've always tried to make myself as tiny a vector as possible between what I absorb, so that I can give out as much from what I've absorbed, and not be this kind of bloated thing that grabs yeah, yeah. and absorbs, and, and just I just let out tweets, li- no, just little no. bits and stuff here for and, and crumbs. No, no. Uh, but that's also why I'm quite. I'm a very private person when it comes to my own private life and my family and stuff because I tr- try to give everything when I'm in public. But I, you know? I think that I think that shows a hundred percent with your work because you don't flood the market daily with posts or mm. the amount of paintings you do. You'll be my, 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 my. everything I've seen released has been done. It's kind of like untouchable in a way. I try to be thoughtful about it. Yeah, you know, but you know. so I think it's good to have that that silence, that step back, that, you know, that time alone, that private time, yeah. because it makes the work so much more solid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when it, did you it's decide like, it's that? Like we, it, uh, we are not uh, like Lord of the Flies, some community of boys stuck on an island somewhere. Yeah. Uh, don't need to our be. Own, our own realities within our culture uh, have to work with the shared realities of the people we see going to work on a public transport you know, and uh, the people are sweeping the street and that, you know, like uh, we are part of all of that mm. uh, and uh, we are not a part. No, yeah? we're not and, a uh, part, and, uh, we're um, part uh, of, yeah. And uh, so, so um, that's why even when it comes to the whole rap thing and stuff, what made me uncomfortable about um, Mob Deep the Infamous, for instance, you know, yeah, I like you know, doing, but at the same time, it's like, 
Queensbridge project is not just full of guys with flak vests hanging around on every corner. Mm. You know, you've got uh, single mothers trying to raise their children and keep them out, you know, out of trouble and in school so that maybe they can do a bit better than you got. Yeah. You got old age people that can't leave, you know, like got kids uh, playing uh, chess uh, in there. Uh, you know, so uh, it's the way in which at some point there's a bunch of guys together full of testosterone and stuff and having to prove stuff to in many ways to one another. We um, uh, exclude uh, other living realities and human beings and humanity around us and we don't realize that um, these uh, disenfranchised and abandoned places by the system the system will not come to fix it because the system is the one that put it in its in the mm. shit that it is and it's down to us to actually rebuild from zero like going back to uh, Peter Tosh and zero and zero to make one or going back to that documentary decades of fire where it's like the communities the families and stuff that stayed in the south bronx even though everything was burnt out right because they had nowhere else to go to mm. nowhere else to go to so it's like we're going to rebuild on the ashes of what the little that we have and and go up from 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 there and i always my uh the way in which i feel this uh and i uh, absorb the ethics or the ethos or the equation or the alchemy of this culture is that we are each of us recycling plants we uh, we're not we're not just a cnn of the ghetto as some would like to see that i'm not just here to tell you how bad shit is because okay yeah thanks we're telling you how yeah. rich life is uh, i'm here to absorb the negative and try and transform it into positive out the other side yeah, and try to, uh, like I've often said, uh, and the beginning of um, Black Sheep, the what's that, their first, of Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, woke up, didn't stroke up, so my AK, it was broke up, you know, <laughs> put it together like Lego, you know, it goes off on that rant. Yeah. Went to the bathroom and beat the rush, you know, who the motherfucking used my toothbrush, you know, like, uh, it was, and then he goes to the egg, kicked in a punch in the eye, yeah. you know, waiting for the motherfucking school bus, you know. And they go, what's up? He goes, I dreamt I was hard. You know, <laughs> that's uh, wrapped up in one. Yeah. All the bullshit that we're about. Yeah. Yeah. Or did a soul? Instead of trying to keep it real, you should try keeping it right. You know. Yeah. Like uh, we've confused toughness, just at all costs. Yeah. With uh, what what we should be doing well it, you know, again because, it plays into like, and we play in, into colonial yeah, yeah. divide and rule and and um, and leave the dogs amongst the dogs as quite fighting weird. I, and punching laterally or punching downwards yeah. like selling drugs uh, to crack yeah. and th those kind of drugs you know I feel I don't have a problem with weed and stuff yeah. you know like uh, the people who um, sell the crack and uh, you know that's why I have an issue with <laughs> where you know where Jay-Z is coming from you know like um, uh, you know or Noriega or on some reportage again yeah I used to sell drugs like right here as if that's something to be fucking proud of yeah. it's like uh, sorry like uh, you it's a weird trick leech, man it's an amazing trick leech you're a parasite off of your community and destroyed lives and livelihoods and futures you know by the shit you were doing well then um, record companies has then thought we can monetize that which is the worst bit. They didn't want to monetize the no, positive. Go get a regular job. 
yeah. Don't don't you go don't, sell that shit to me. No, you don't money. need to. But it's it's that's well, that's the capitalist world and the, the agenda that's come through. And you know, then don't don't bring out any records about how shit the system is. No, I know. If you're going to be yeah, yeah, contributing to it. it. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah. But I, I think we see the same in graffiti, and it's why I find it so amazing as a a culture that because I've it, I'm I still call myself a writer, but I'm kind of holding on now. Uh. If I admit it. But what it did for me, it, it just, it helped me come from nothing, be shown nothing mm-hmm. and be given nothing mm-hmm. to finding this culture and making something of myself yeah. through it. Like, it's where I've got all my education, it's where everything came together and the hard work I'd seen yeah. the generations before me put in, I understood uh-huh. what that was and what that paid off like. Mm-hmm. Not in a monetary way, in, a, in real life, in real life quality way. When did you, th- because obviously you're, you're growing up, you become, what happens when you're in your early 20s, like you become a man. So you're not a teenager anymore. You're a man in the real world and there's no more education. There's work, because you said you were working for the art supply store. No, no, that, that, that was just a, a few weeks. Yeah. I went to Paris, Tuesday, 24th of March, 1987 to start, uh, and I eventually start work because I was supposed to go there. They, they were waiting for me. Uh-huh. Pierre Buffin, and Henri Sedou had a uh, computer animation company called uh, Buffin Sedou Computer Animation, BSCA. Okay. And Buffin goes on to have Buff, Buff Compagnie, who do uh, City of Lost Children, wow. um, um, Fight Club. For him, CGI must be invisible. You, right. you, you yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. camera tricks, but, but you, it's yeah. in, invisible CGI. And uh, so I go to work for them for a while. And, uh, and so this is where I learn other things. You know, but the technology is super primitive then. Uh, compact, Despro 268, uh, MS-DOS, is like horrible, yeah, horrible, yeah. floppy disks, horrible. Um, and uh, so you're sitting there waiting for rendering of uh, in XYZ and uh, of really basic things when if you go out that night with Bando or whoever, you're going to be doing bam, 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 like, like in one night, yeah. you know, with, with spray paint, you result in a couple of hours, yeah. you know. And there it's like maybe a week to get something. So it was really frustrating, but I was learning uh, to think in uh, also in 3D and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. even though I was drawing characters anyway, I see people as volume and not as flat things on a two-dimensional page. So, um, and then at some point, because I was coming in, just start falling asleep, I said, okay, you know what, we're gonna give you a real good severage, uh, severance uh, package, and uh, but you know, you you're, you're, not, you're not really motivated by this, are you? No. Uh, I'm painting and it's like, uh, mm. you know, it's, it's just too slow. Um, so they let me go, except that what they didn't, what no one told me was that uh, when they gave me the forms when I joined them, that I should have filled in and sent to the authorities uh, so that you get your, your what's that, your uh, pay, your yeah. uh, when your unemployment pay, which is like uh, so 60% you've... of what you've been earning. Wow. So suddenly... Oh no, you you don't even exist because you didn't send the forms in. Yeah. So you get nothing. So then you just fall through a hole. So then you're struggling. Then you start to uh, hang with people and trust people, and they end up robbing your house. And uh, and uh, but like yeah, so you learn the hard way. You know. Mm. Uh, but um, did you think then though you were you want? Did you know you were going to be a creative? You'd had the, you'd been part of this culture. Mother, I said to my mother that I'll be a painter or a priest, and, and you were sticking so, to that. I mean, it's from way back. So you, you was, that was it. You were just adamant. You knew. I mean, you see that you've got 
Because um, it's not always um, possible. You see that you got a bit more of a head start, yeah? Because of your skill? Uh, yeah, but, like, but it's uh, something that nature or God, whatever mm -hmm. it is, has given you. And you say, you know what? Build on this. And, uh, and also, ignore. your duty is to use this gift for the benefit of others. Yes. Yeah? And, uh, and, I love uh, that. And, uh, and uh, so, um, you, you know, so you, you, you kind of build on from there. And it's, um, I mean, spray can art comes out, you know, I mean, uh, when I was working at BSCR wow, and okay. uh, Henry's calling, they say, yes, I'm um, like, uh, I mean, they really want to have your, uh, your character on the cover. I said, Henry, no, you can't do that. I mean, this is, it has to be a New Yorker on the cover. But blah blah blah, blah. Uh, you, because it was in New York culture, as far as you were yeah, concerned. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not for me to be on the cover. Yeah, and uh, you say, yeah, but like the the the, the publishers don't see it this way. Da, 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 da. And uh, afterwards, I, I get it because subway art was about New York. Mm -hmm. Spray can art was about how it goes out to the world, mm -hmm. but also because this character, uh, the way. Uh, I mean, it's kind of androgynous, but it was a she in the original sketch. Uh, turned, most New York characters were either facing, face on, mm -hmm. or sideways. Side profile, but yeah. rarely 45 degrees. Yeah. yeah? And yours and, were. Uh, and uh, this one's 45 degrees, and with a can that seems to be coming out of the page. You know, like, um, uh, and I think they thought, okay, this is spray can art. You know, there's a spray can. There's a, I can... I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, literally saw it. They they saw it in a very literal way. And whereas you, were, yeah, but also yeah. because it's someone not from New York. That, exactly. So it's, so it's yeah. A, yeah. It made a lot uh, of sense. Um, to them. Um, and uh, so that kicks off. Uh, but also, you see, uh, in human relationship and interaction, how your mates. I'm still the same guy as last week. When when a book come, comes out, mm. I knew the book was coming out. I spoke with Henry like in May or June or something. The book comes out a bit late, like that summer. So I'm, like, I'm ready for that. The book come, comes out. I'm the same bloke as yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm the same bloke as two weeks before. But your friends around you, some of them, they think, oh, you must think it's all that now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Because uh, uh, suddenly, like, uh, his book's on the, his character's on the cover of some mm. book and he's in there and it's being sold worldwide. And, uh, yeah, you must think it's all that. No, I'm the same fucking bloke. Mm. Like, uh, Nothing I haven't changed. I haven't changed. Your, your, yeah. your perception of me has changed. Mm. Uh, and uh, and uh, it's not about that, you know. I'm, and uh, so my relationship with some of the people around me starts to change. But also, um, even for years after, 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 when people come and offer you kind of jobs and don't want to pay you, yeah, you're going to get really good promo out of it. Oh, Fuck, man, I've been yeah. hearing that since 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Like, uh, so don't. <laughs> Come yeah. with promo. That's it, what we were talking about earlier, though. Get rid of that stuff that we don't need. <laughs> that conversation yeah. comes in; it can go away yeah. straight away. We've been there. Yeah, you can tick that one off. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like, uh, um, and so, so, so you see these kind of things that uh, that were not. Uh, that's not me. But at, also, at some point, I remember even when I was going to go to B Boy Summit, February nineteen ninety six, San Diego. I took a dictaphone with me, but I didn't have time to to, to do it. But already since then, but in, even before. I, I was about, uh, if I could go to a jam and just have these, these, these questions, you go, what's your name, what you do, uh, how long you've been doing it, and uh, why do you do it, and how long do you see yourself doing it for? Mm. Just these basic quest mm. questions, and how people would uh, uh, identify uh, themselves and, um, by these parameters. 
you know. And uh, so, so why are you doing it, and how long do you see yourself doing it for? Uh, because you're asking me, like, do you see yourself yeah, as yeah, an artist? Yeah. Do you see yourself? Uh, these questions, you, they start in your head in Covent Garden already instinctively. Yeah. And then you start to bit by bit uh, identify the geography of it in your mind with regards to what you've been doing. Because already, 85, I'm going to Paris. Yeah. Uh, three, four times. You go hundred uh, percent in. That's the, that's the amazing thing. Eighty-six Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, end of eighty-six Stockholm. The conviction you know, of your yeah. thought. But like, also, you're meeting people in this culture, interpreting it in their own country, yeah. city, neighborhood, as individuals, before MTV and stuff kicks mm. in. You know, before like uh, it becomes really this kind of a uh, standardized, packaged, and uh, uh, industry uh, uh, manipulated and yeah. coached thing. You know. So, so these are the things that kind of really enriched me on a human level yeah. before. Uh, and uh, whilst my friends from Paris were basically staying in Paris and uh, have a, had only known Paris. Paris. And you're trying to explain to them, maybe there's another perspective here. Yeah. And this is another one of my analogies. If you live in a bowl of soup, you can't say how it tastes because you've known nothing else. Yeah. yeah? Uh, so you can't compare it to that bowl and that, you yeah, know, yeah. is that coriander soup? Is that like, a, I don't know, like a, a pumpkin and ginger or I don't know, like, yeah. a, you know, yeah. um, carrot and coriander. I was literally it, thinking you know. carrot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mm. what, asking that question, though, right? So look, I, I ask these questions in this podcast, in this, I can't interview just writers uh -huh. in this format uh -huh. because I need... I need to know what was the bit, the conviction of your thought to let you be a... And I say creative, and I, I don't mean to take that away from being a writer or a painter, but creative in the terms of what society can look at as respectable and as a lifestyle. Not that I agree with it, but that's what I mean about it. So I, I can't interview a writer mm -hmm. because they're, they're in that culture scene. They're still in the culture because we carry that cape. Like asking a writer how long they are or who they are uh, in it... You know what? Like a, it, um, we've uh, got a shield up. Um, <clears throat> it's a perception. Read read Draxler's captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it's like the antithesis of a yeah because it's it's nothing nothing stops us from being human beings that travel and meet. And what what what, what was he like to to, to say? Um, the journey is a destination. That's what that's one of his things. You know? Yeah. And like what he writes has been so helpful to many. Uh, writers, old and young, who've got problems uh, expressing the all these things in their, you know, yeah, in psyche, what they have, yeah. and um, and you're saying I'm not right. What's it? You and I, we're kind of a do our thing, and we're writers. The, the, when we get to yeah, put our name up somewhere, and this guy here, like, he's still a, a writer, king, you, you know, like, uh, like so, so yeah. because, uh, um, you know, like. Uh, like uh, Brandon, you know, is like a, you know, if you've got, if you've got marker in your pocket, you know, what's a, a product of the environment, yeah. uh, third base, you know, boosted from the store, no, my man never caught me, so, uh, mark in my pocket to bomb up where I went, yeah. show we just products of, of the environment, you know, like, uh, so, um, this kind of thing, goosebumps, is, um, we are, nothing stops us from being fully, the other human beings it's just as if we get caught up in our own ghetto yeah and they come in all forms uh that uh, uh we will be uh so it's uh and i think and i 
probably my aspects of my account and stuff, and I've always tried that with my friends in Paris as well, is to try and talk to them on a human level because we limited our conversations and our exchanges to, yeah, fuck so-and-so, yeah, I sold this, you know, I beat the shit out of it. Mm. And that's what, it, it revolved around that for years, like I say, yeah. Lord of the Flies, yeah. a bunch of boys full of testosterone yeah. shut up in a world of their own and um, almost like a, a unconscious, a, 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 a unaware, a, almost a willfully so, uh, and cutting themselves off of the shared realities of the people you see on the street going to work, that I don't know what your parents are but doing. It really worries me about the culture, yeah. that whole thing. But it's um, um, it's where we, we mistake this... Uh, this uh, the energy of what we do with something that's ours, it's like, no. Uh, so that, uh, that's what I mean about, I want people to we, find like their we need inner to see, power. We need to see culture in an, in, as, a, as a universal, yeah. what we were saying earlier, this, this uh, oil between the cogs and this, you know, like a culture in the cuisine and food and in music, and like what helps us to actually bridge with other people and mm. other cultures. You know, like another human beings, and and uh, nothing. It's it's a, it's a trap to think, and uh, we should see culture as a, our own within the history of cultures. You know, and uh, and uh, what use they have been to people. That's why I think this is the most incredible culture that there ever was. That's ever been. Yeah, that ever was. None. No other culture has had this dovetailing and. Uh, and a superposition and interaction between different artistic disciplines. Which are yeah. all, and very much, similar. It's so crazy that they're so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so similar. But they are the basics yeah. of all so-called primitive cultures. Yeah. You know, music, dancing, what comes out verbally and what it done visually. Yeah. It's the most primitive forms of uh, artistic expression and which in so-called primitive societies uh, used to be done by... Everyone used to take part in it. Mm. It's a participative thing. The only people that were apart were the tribal chief and the shaman. So yeah? you 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 live it then. This isn't a career. This isn't. Uh, I'd be if, wrong. Yeah, because if we say career, then we are back on these uh, graphs on these. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know. So you're. I'm, like, I'm going to be a success by the time I'm so and so. No, we are a sun that grows and grows and grows until the day that we die and then we collapse on ourselves yeah. and that's it and throughout that time you've had the we ups, grow you've had the ups and downs of life within there yeah. which then brings you growth even the downs gives you more growth even uh, but you've you've stayed here you've stayed like from the outside me you've become this like blazing emblem for our culture as you know the path to follow you know there's a there's a it seems like there's a blueprint there you may not have written it it's just what we can see we have to be very very careful of these kind of things because uh, because i do not believe in again no kings nor queens just souls and no i know uh, but it, um, um, and, uh, it's like the a, inevitability and i think this is what's great about hearing you talk because you're i presumed there was a bit more of a career in you and i'm not feeling it i don't even feel like you're hiding it I, i'm not feeling it at all i'm feeling life which is, it's so amazing because I've had this, uh, since, since that New York Times came out in Subway Art uh -huh. and that caught my eye, uh -huh. I knew that's where I was going. Uh -huh. I, if I'm going to go through this culture, I'm getting uh -huh. somewhere in these papers, mm -hmm. TVs, whatever. I think, what's it for, for me? I think it's a Dondi bit in, uh, in Buffalo Girls. Yeah. Uh, 
hand not touching the wall yeah. and the outline going on it's like a well what's going on there that's you your know, space goosebumps yeah yeah uh, like a like a, uh, so uh, but like a let me put it that way if i can feel well, well, well like where are you going in life one foot is where i'm born like mauritius 1967 where and born what family environment all that stuff about you particularly as a human being as a child growing up in this family with all what's good and bad about it or the dysfunctions or, you know the rows of this and the other so that's your foot is firmly rooted in that thing and the moment that you're initiated to this culture this brings in another kind of uh, set of roots that uh, okay this is the moment where I get into this thing the other foot you're trying to uh, step beyond even the visible horizon. So aim further yeah. than even what they put in front of you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what's beyond there, but it's like, uh, if that's what they give me, then there's maybe more. Yeah. You, you know, like uh, if that's what uh, society is offering you as a, as, a, as a decoy, you know, as a, oh, you can be rich like, you're going to be rich like Barry White, man. Yeah. You know, like, a, like, you know, like, a, uh, no, uh, these are the, the, there's more the, to this. The symbols of success that are showed in our society are wrong. Yeah. yeah? Like, uh, uh, so, um, so you aim further than that visible horizon. As we, and I was explaining this to Bradders and them lot the other night, as we grow older, physically, it's very hard to do the split. You get, you yeah. know, you, like our muscles and that. So, um, but it's also, uh, we have our convictions and stuff that, yeah, but life is like this, you know, I've learned that this is that. So also mentally and uh, intellectually, we start to become quite fixed in our ways. You know, I'm aware of this, but we have to um, leave ourselves open that some younger person or someone from completely different can come and just throw a spanner in the works and say, yeah, but haven't you thought of it that it could be that way? You go, yeah. Oh, shit oh shit, that means that everything I've built up in my head is, oh man, all that bit comes crumbling down and that, and that you know. And uh, so that's why I'm more into slowly and, and methodically building up uh, from the foundation or building rather from, a, in, from an inner core outwards yeah. and trying to make sure that the, the holes and the gaps, like, fill those in, fill mm. those in because uh, uh, otherwise it, it is a bit like build like, a tall building where the foundations where the there's some brickwork missing there there's some brickwork missing yeah. there and the taller the building gets the more weight is the more unsteady is, is leaning on these foundations mm. and, at, and at some point like, like, like it's going to come down so if i can use that as an analogy of uh, mean, yeah. that development yeah and the other analogy is if you take a pistol it's got two sides yeah the front side is today the rear side is that rooted point. Yeah. So if you want to aim right in life, you align that yeah. with today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you'll be somewhere in the it's right really ballpark. Somewhere in the right ballpark yeah. like, of where you want to go. Yeah. But the thing is that we're throwing so much stuff at us. You go, oh yeah, but have you seen the new shit? You go, oh yeah, man, I'm going to go do that now. Yeah. It's like, a, are you sure that's the right thing for you? Yeah. Or are you just getting caught up in the trend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is what uh, these the kind of society that we live in. And to come back to these success models, um, I know somebody who's uh, now they're 84 and they collect 
and buying clothes, buying clothes. Yeah, I'm going to wear that. No, you're not. It's, it's going to go out of fashion. It's going, no, no, you're going to see it's going to buying this, buying that, buying that, buying that, buying that. It's like a, until the house is full, full of uh, clothes that never going to wear and it's becoming difficult to live in that house. No people who um, uh, rescue animals. Yeah, oh, I'm, I need to rescue this cat because I need to rescue this pigeon because of oh, this other bird, oh, you know, and bring them into their house. You know, and I'm, I'm looking after that, I'm looking after that, I'm looking after that to a point where their house is full of suffering animals. Animals that maybe should have died are actually having their suffering prolonged yeah. in a shit environment. Yeah. Uh, and these people because of are this accumulating, person. accumulating yeah. thinking you're saving them. Mm. Uh, I stopped buying magazines when they were available in every country, the same magazines. Mm. Uh, but until then, I bought you know the Face ID, you know all this kind of stuff. Frank magazine, Scene, Scene was really nice with a with a glossy embossed uh, thing on the top. Like a, I mean, these were the days when you're living in Paris and you travel to London, you come back with a magazine, and we go, oh, where you get that from? Mm. You know, it's like uh, you know, like a, yeah. and um, and I have all my the Face and stuff archived. Uh, yeah, but uh, I the only. Thing that I still get is uh, Le Monde Diplomatique, which is a French uh, monthly newspaper, fifty-two percent owned by the readers, so no Brilliant. bullshit advertising. And um, but the people who hoard like this, we recognise that they have a pathology. Yeah, there they have a sickness. Yeah, this is uh, clinically and recognised. Hundred percent. Yeah, you take the same people, and you make them do that with money. And they end up on the cover of Forbes. They end up on the cover of uh, The Economist. They're, the, they're a success story. Good point. We have a problem. Yeah. We have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because their money means that they can buy the media to keep on maintaining and perpetuating this lie that yeah. this is a success model. Well, also, no, it's a parasitic. Yeah. Make profits uh, while people are starving. Uh, and destructive model for mm. this planet. Mm. Yeah. And um, and their money buys the politicians and their money finances the research and development in technologies to maintain the system in place yeah so how much do I, you want how much is enough yeah again no you know, i think this is what I'm, I'm i'm loving having so i met you once a, a, a fanboy i saw you just i think it was berwick street and i ran up to you i was like Hey, Bode, I'm a fan of Sam's and K's. I just wanted to say hello. And you looked at me like, okay, thanks. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I walked off. Yeah. But this is a real pleasure to properly sit down and chat to you because I'm getting there's this. In, there's a time and place for... Oh, of course. For, for, I know exactly what I was... Everything. Oh, yeah. And oh. Um, and uh, most of the people... I they, didn't expect anything that like day. They come up to... What, what's it like? You're on a jam or something. Can you take my book? No, but we can talk. Yeah. Maybe I can book. get a photo with you. Yeah. No, but we can talk. Uh, and then they walk off. Yeah. What's the problem with talking? You think that you've built up this image of me, of who I am, for all the gossip, for all the mythology, yeah. for all the, the, the publications, yeah. and here you are in front of me, and we can actually talk and exchange as human beings, and you're fucking off. Yeah. You know, it's like a... That happens you know, too much. You know, and this that, is, yeah, but this is a starification. This is a star system yeah. kind of thing of celebrities and, you know, and... Um, and uh, and um, there's also, nothing like conversation and, with nuance. And also, uh, this is where again we are losing. And uh, so it happens on the day of the last solar eclipse of the 20th century, um, with Delta and Atom from Sydney in yeah. Vienna. We take the the 
regional train down to the far south of Vienna as, uh, as we, we can to watch the eclipse and then we go back and there's this jam and stuff so these three young guys they come photo no tags no and I say why, why are you going away they say well when we go see our friends and we, sell, and we tell them that we've met you they won't believe us they say yeah because you've lost the power of your words yeah. because you don't even talk yeah uh, people go on holiday uh, go in incredible places and they come back and they say look I've been on holiday look yeah. It's like, tell bit, me. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, tell find me. the words. Find the words to describe. Tell me about yeah. the flavors, the smell, you know, like the dust of the heat, the cold. Tell me, you know, like uh, 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 the light, you know, like uh, uh, the, the shapes. Before you shove a screen in front of my face yeah. or a pack of photos, tell me. Uh, learn to put words on it. Yeah? yeah. Because that's way more important that we keep our senses awake and uh, fine tuned and honed and. and uh, uh, keeping them like always still building up to be able to put words on things yeah. because this is what's being stolen from us every fucking day yeah, yeah through this so-called technology yeah. it's why yeah. we need to yeah. we, we need books we need interviews these are tools we need recorded these are speech. tools we are yeah, not we the tools to of these it. things no exactly but like, but like this is where we're getting it yeah. confused in the same way that uh, with the success story and stuff we confuse technology with progress yeah 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 if you're not stopping to ask yourself who's paying for that research and development you're fucked yeah yeah because uh, most of the technologies being developed are to control us further when they they're the the technologies that are being developed today they should be to repair reverse and slow down the damage done by the previous ones yes, because course. they've always they've, they've all been done only in a monetary or uh control yeah. uh intentions behind you know so and before you were telling me about, yeah, you're up there, da, 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 what's it? Um, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, Thomas Sankara. Uh, I'm only talking about the, uh, maybe Maurice Bishop of Grenada. Um, it's not about being leaders of anything. I'm trying to help people to become leaders of themselves people to become agents of their own yeah. uh, destiny and uh, that's why all those guys were knocked off yeah because uh, they were democratizing uh, self autonomy yeah you know autonomous well, thought it was yeah like Corbyn for many not the few yeah autonomous yeah. thought within an ethos system that I'm not out for myself I'm out for the good of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe um, that. And um, the, so another thing that I think what I admire is, is the length of your, I'm going to use the word career, mm -hmm. the length of this career that you've got this, you know, you, you've constantly painted in various forms, various mediums, various places worldwide. Mm -hmm. And you formed, you moved away from letters as a predominant force in those eighties years, mm. to the to your characters, kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the fact that uh, letters are still very much a big part uh, of your work, but it's what's it like a the bigger I've got chunk. Those paintings at Unruly Gallery, no one's interested in them. No one is interested in my in my letter paintings. Uh, yeah. Unruly, I haven't seen them. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean because okay, so there so, so there are characters and stuff in there, yeah. But like Beautiful. a yeah, but then you're gonna get yeah you 
wicked. Like what, what's like the letters drop in here and there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so. It's but like this, a, but what I think is so like, we can only tell as artists. So this is my theory: is that there is only so much. I can never paint characters, uh -huh. right? Being a graffiti writer, uh -huh. but I managed to get somewhere with my letters. I made uh -huh. them distinctive. I made mm. them mine, and mm. I worked them really hard for twenty years. Mm. But I wasn't going to go any further in telling my story and what I want to talk about. Mm. When I managed to find the art that I wanted to make myself, so as David, not as Daz, uh -huh. I found I could start telling stories through my work. Now, uh -huh. my work's abstract. You have mm. to ask me what it's about or uh -huh. find your own thing. But it's given me, I think, it's given me a future uh -huh. to continue painting. Because I didn't know where I was going to go with my letters. Uh -huh. And I think that's, a, that's what I love about you as well, is that you've you've got these amazing letters you unique dope you know logical they work but then you've got this amazing art as well that you produce you know what's it like the lifted piece from a from that you know it's like, oh, a, mate. like, 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 I, like I put that on, on there you know like the goddess piece you know like i've the, got photos like of your the, stuff in camden pitch in the 90s yeah. like the whatever that one yeah. minor, you know it's like a and then like and then you see like the the feedback is like, yeah, uh, yeah, man. It's uh, what's it? And uh, and this is, I guess, what uh, flipped uh, the culture in early two thousands because at one point you had a uh, Banksy, Shepherd Fairy, Swoon, um, uh, uh the people who were uh, even if Ostromeos do letters also, yeah, you know, uh, the people, the figurative stuff was prominent or more visible on the street. And the people who never took time a day to understand our letters, suddenly they were interested in street art. You know, I from, mean, from it, it makes me sick, but it's part of the thing about, it's, sorry to come back to me, but it's part of the reason why I went, I, cannot, I can't be Daz forever. Uh -huh. Because people are never going to understand this. They're uh -huh. never going to understand me. And it, I, I find it such a shame, but at the same time I quite I like I did the, the one-liner characters, yeah. because... Uh, uh, at that show, that Chrome Angel show in um, in uh, Greek Street, yeah, yeah, uh, I was there. What's it? The everything in there was one liner. Yeah, the characters and the letters. Yeah, yeah. So you to start, keep that connection. So you start from that point. Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, I can build up with this yeah. one one line. Music has a beginning and an end. Mm -hmm. uh, dancing has a beginning and an end. Yeah, uh, like I've tried. I don't know in how many fucking different ways. Uh, and um, but it's like people um, um, catalog me to uh, so so um, uh, I'm gonna work on it like a come back to it again but I'm trying to work out like from which angle you know so so um, uh, and that's how that's what you have to deal with it's um, I I don't hate on the pub I tell you what I, I experienced it a lot. I, I I basically ran a failed gallery for. Mm -hmm seven years oh. like never made money in the gallery mm. it was me going off to do commissions that paid for it because oh. all i sold was graffiti writers work oh. it wasn't street artists oh. work it was graffiti writers so it was just alien yeah, yeah straight away and the fact that i don't know i kind of feel like i've got a bit of a it it's helped me but being an artist and having this other thing like you've got you, you mastered your characters and your your illustrations and your portraits and you mastered that I'm or still you're work. still mastering it. I'm working. But the point then. being is that you you had this other tool next to you, like cash, mm. you know. And, and so now I've got this other tool, and it's like you've you've just gone through the last twenty, thirty years with that, mm -hmm. just constantly manipulating it, changing it, molding it. Mm -hmm. How has that been? Like, what's it been like crossing the boundary of 
places like Covent Garden and the Graf Jams and the banners to the gallerists and Basel or there is you know, again, Vienna or again one foot firmly wicked in your roots. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, the the back and forth between even when you were doing the odd train panel or the murals and your sketchbook, uh, back to the thing, doing a painting there, it's all of it yeah. is interlinked and interlocked and 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 uh, bouncing off of e each other i must so, say so, it makes so, me so feel really happy because i swear i'm living like this <laughs> and it's so lovely is, to but, hear but, it come from but, your voice but, but we are uh, again what do you hear people talking about on records what do you hear people to, you know it's like man everyone's talking about how much they have and how much that's bollocks yeah. all of it yeah it's like a accumulated things and it's like man Bollocks, all of it. That's like a, the spiritual will far outweigh the material. Yeah. Uh, which is why you had a very uh, young people from very well-off families going to join terrorist groups mm. because the, the accumulated wealth didn't bring them anything. That's why you had a, a people joining all these sects during the 1970s, like joining the Moonies, you know, or or people join, joining like Scientologists. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, look at uh, or Epstein yeah. and Epstein's Island, all these millionaires perverting their minds because they've had everything. What's it? It's like a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it was never enough, was it? No, yeah. never. Uh, was that the right direction to go in? You've got to keep yeah. your foot grounded. You have uh, to have yeah, one. But, but what is uh, of value in life, mm. in existence, you know, and what enriches you, you know? Like is, a, that, the, is that also then why you, you still go by your name as mode two? Uh, my, I give as much as I can publicly as that. Yeah. Uh, and I voice and I talk and I open myself. And I, my private life is of no fucking interest to them. But the fact yeah. that, like, so I, I don't, the work I produce... And, and, and also the art market world, blah, 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 who might want you to... Uh, have this kind of oh but now he's no, no, no. fuck that fuck them I'm not interested uh, again we should have uh, what, what's that like uh, we should I was saying it before if we redefined visual art dance music uh, spoken and written word stuff why aren't we redefining uh, uh, culture galleries mm -hmm. parallel economies why aren't we doing that why is it when we get to a certain point we think that we have to uh, Oh yeah, like you've matured. It's like a, a and and a get in with the program. No, fuck that. That's their prison. Mm. Yeah, that's and, and and that's the the uh, we have an audience big enough to uh, keep us uh, living comfortably. Mm. Yeah, we have that. Uh, uh, we do not need. I do not aspire to have to be selling for millions. I I I said to all my gallerists that my paintings will remain length by width, uh, and that's it. Um, uh, and they will never, I don't want them in my living days to go beyond that price. And then I have a, a what's that, a, a kind of a coefficient curve, mm -hmm. because uh, if you do length by width, it goes exponentially way too expensive. Mm -hmm. No, not way, but diagonally yeah. way too expensive. So I have a curve thing to, to stop it from becoming expensive like too quickly. But I do not want the biggest of my pieces to sell for more than 50K because 
over that over that price you start to attract investors and not art lovers yeah yeah you start to attract people they don't give a shit about you they just want an option in their portfolio that they can sell on later mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, that's not where you can't choose your buyers no but you know if you're what's that if you're raising puppies or cats or something you'd want them to go to a good house mm. yeah yeah I've, i think I, I admire you for keeping but, it. But, 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 but this is a, a conversation we were talking when you went off to the bathroom about when we were in town yesterday and then he's meeting, oh shit, there's so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Because of the geographical breakup of our meeting points, the forums where we used to meet physically and now everything's online, we've, we've grown up or evolved or regressed in isolation yeah. each in their own corner mm. so these are conversations that we've not been able to have good point uh, for decades yeah, yeah? and uh, had we been talking about them the same way we used to say yeah we just, i just went to get that record from blah 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 like in the, the mid 80s mm-hmm. had we been talking about all that stuff maybe we would be somewhere different right mm. right right now you know but i i'm still one foot in Coven in '84, um, yeah, and uh, all those outsiders, fuck them seriously. Yeah. I'm, like I'm a, always um, like, I'm 42 now, and I, I still wear my hat. Always wear, still wear hoodies. I'm, I, I, I fully live and breathe Kilburn. My mum still lives on the estate I grew up on. But when I became Daz, uh, I realised late on in life that it was, it was a cape. It was a uh, mask uh, to who David was, uh, and it was mainly due to trauma. My, mm. my graffiti career is kind of connected to the traumas I went mm. through. And it helped me transition uh, through uh, them. So I'm proud now for the last three or four years to use my name with my work oh. and sign it as David Samuel. But I love the fact, and I've, I've got to apologise to UK because I keep telling him I'd love to see something, I'd love to see that transition happen, but I think I'm wrong. Oh. I think it works for me in particular. Unless I've got a business as well where it's my real name, it yeah. isn't my graffiti oh. name. So that, that little story I've built up has worked, and I've been trying to use the same analogy for for Kay here but it doesn't work there's no one size fits all no it doesn't and I think you're proving that and I think what you're also showing me is that yeah you don't none of that has to happen this is your this is the world that you're showing the the, this is your world that you're showing the world there is a domestication and a the taming of the screw what's it they 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 want to tame domesticate uh, assimilate uh, and um, uh, make conform Mm. Uh, these cultures which uh, bring into question their system mm. yeah and uh, I'm not going that way I'm, a, I, I, amazing, I like man. a like a like a um, uh, financial and political interest will always try to colonize yeah they will always try to colonize because that's how they get control yeah and uh, many especially in the music industry have gone the other way yeah, uh, have uh, fallen in with that. Yeah, but it's like that. You can't do it. You know, I mean, that's how it is. No, it doesn't have to fucking be yeah. that way. You're falling again into the Maggie. I'll no, tell you what you're doing. Like for me personally, you're kind of uh, putting that energy back in me. That it hadn't gone, but it might have just got a bit greyed out. Where, like him, when I had my gallery, people just I need to meet and talk. Work, yeah, we need to talk exactly. Yeah. My, I, I only wanted to work with graffiti artists. Banksy gave me a painting and I didn't oh. take it. Oh. I was like, I don't want it. I'm not taking it from you. This is a graffiti art gallery. Oh. I lost out on a lot of money, obviously, oh. but I stuck to my, mm. my morals. You, you, and yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but you see what I mean? Where, where he kind of gets it. We were talking about 
we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. We were talking about how uh, barely legal that show in LA with the elephant in the room and yeah. stuff. None of it was fucking planned. The shit just happened yeah. and snowballed. None of it was planned. And again, people were, yeah, he did this, he did that. No, he, um, and Steve and him, uh, like I was telling him and we were walk, walk, walking up the, the stairs, you were on these surfboards, you, what's it, you got on that, on that wave, you had no fucking idea which beach this wave was yeah. gonna crash on. And they just took it, yeah? And uh, so if he's offering you something, He's trying to tell you something. Well, yeah. I, re- I found out after he was trying to support me. At, in the moment, I didn't want street art in my gallery. Yeah. But it's not street art. It's, it's, again, I know. Again, but again, it was, it, uh, I, had, I had this conversation with uh, D from Massive Attack. Uh-huh. Yeah? It's like, uh, I say, yeah, remember that, that time when some fucking music journalist called you guys a uh, trip hop? No, you're Massive Attack. Yeah. yeah? But some cunt wants to... Yeah. Put a label on you, yeah. yeah. Put uh, categorize you, pigeonhole you, and put you, in, and then say, "I'm the one who invented this term for these fucking yeah. exotic creatures." Again, <laughs> there's a kind of colonial uh, no, you're empiric. Right, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, what I will say, I was I was 25, uh-huh. um, so still a boy, uh-huh. and was fully. I'd just come out of the train movement, uh-huh. and I'm sat in my gallery with uh-huh. just graffiti writers. Uh-huh. So there was the "you're not from our world," uh-huh. and I didn't know anything. I, I knew about him, but not enough. Do you remember when he did the Burner Prize? Yeah, uh, I like, mean, like, like, like Carnaby. Well, that then by then I was just like, oh, I see who this guy is now. Yeah. He, and also by people, then I'd people found forget. Out, yeah. No, I know. Well, then it was soon after. Me saying no to that painting, it was the Kissing Policeman, freshly painted uh-huh. on canvas. Fucking hell, well yeah. done. <coughs> Me saying no to it, uh, and I found out later, because I was just baffled, I found out later, it was no, he was trying to support you because he liked what you were doing. Uh-huh. Then I realised the type of person he was, the Burner Prize as well, Leak Street even, mm-hmm. another thing that he's done. I know we shouldn't alienate him or put him out into that other world, but there just was this thing. And what I'm, Let me get back to the point being is that I've always and only wanted to support writers and believe in it and say stay solid of it. And I, I probably doubted myself a bit. And I'm not going to change the fact my work is by David Samuel now. Mm. It isn't by Daz. Uh-huh. There are two different types of work. But I, you're making, you're bringing back that strength that I, I kind of was ebbing away from me. It's, uh, um, we, um, you're reigniting it's, um, it through the conversation. Um, um, I think... We're just talking about tweaks and readjustments. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Uh, you take an SLR camera. Yeah. If you turn the rings, suddenly it's blurred, or suddenly the depth of field changes. You yeah. Know? Like it's just aligning. Yeah. The rings, the focus rings. Yeah. And uh, well, I and, mean, uh, and, to, and, and and then you come to a right. Okay, crisp. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it, and it, you know, I, I can't oh. deny that by not aligning them allowed me to find what I found, mm-hmm. and come through with it, uh-huh. but still keep my oh, foot grounded. Yeah. We can wander off here and there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that one foot stays rooted. Yeah, yeah? And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and this is how we move forward. Uh, and I don't even think that it's, it almost feels as if something's speaking through me. It's not, you know, I'm yeah. just. No, it like feels said, that way, man. Like, it feels like, very like, like natural I'm a, how I'm you're a tiny talking. vector between everything yeah. that I've ab- absorbed and everything that I try to, 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 to put There's out. No, I don't feel I'm any self important. I, I don't feel yeah. any self importance yeah. from you and, whatsoever. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but like it's, a. Yeah, thinks all that is uh, you no. like, uh, blowing wind up, like up your ass. Man, if you're gonna fucking get stuck on that kind of shit, you're it's lost. like, dude, you're like, lost. Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah. You know, and the amount of people that you have to deal with, who have 
who think that, yeah, in his place I'll be. That's, um, the, the sins of our culture are girl stories, you know, uh, drug stories, money stories, and uh, jealousy or envy stories. Oh, in his place I would have done this. You're not in his place. You're not in her place. You're not them. So forget about it. Yeah, and so many people... Or be inspired. Uh, uh, so many people uh, transpose themselves within someone's... Uh, and it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Be yourself. Uh, yeah, again, how are you original in this culture? Yeah. Bring your own shit. Yeah. Bring your own shit. And um, there's... Um, I have the shame out of it somewhere. I tried to think, is it... Uh, I'm shit at maths because uh, we had shit teachers. I'm good at arithmetic and stuff like this. But um, between knowing something and being able to transmit and pass on and teach something, that's two completely different things, yeah? yeah? And, um, but, and I hate that term hip-hop because I've had talks with a... Someone says that it's a Bambata being a paraphrased by a Stephen Hager in a Village Voice article in 82. Um, then uh, Fab Five Freddy tell, tells me, no, it's, um, what's that, uh, uh, Michael Holman when he was doing um, graffiti rock. You know, like, uh, and everyone's like, uh, and then I had a back and forth with Dez, rest in peace, uh, on um, Terror 161s, because he said that it existed before. I said, yeah, but it's not on the flyers. Uh, so, you know, like if, if you look on the old flyers, the term doesn't exist on, on most of phase two flyers. I, I, I don't mm. see the word. And from the moment that we invent a word to name our thing, we fix it in time. Mm. And we, we, uh, we deny the chance to really evolve freely. And that's why I don't like that word. Um, uh, and uh, and, um, and uh, because it will never represent the sum yeah. of its parts. Yeah. yeah? And um, so... We have to really, uh, um, uh, so I was thinking, if there was a way coming back to originality that I could explain this, uh, I was shit at chemistry, but like, look, um, but there's a rhythmic structure that we recognize, like I said, when we see a tag or yeah. a throw up, you go, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, you, you can see and you can feel, oh yeah, oh, yeah, you know, you can feel it. Uh, or when you, there's a circle, you see someone move into the circle to dance, and it's like, uh, and you see that they're totally in tune with with. You can uh, see uh, that initially with the music straight away, and uh, they haven't even really got down to it yet. Yeah. But or, uh, he or she is a uh, is a uh, picking up bits from this tune. Perhaps they've never even heard the tune before, and they're and they're in it. You know, like, uh, and um, so, um, or when you're in a club and the tune you never heard comes on, and go, oh yeah, you know, it's like you, yeah. you know, we haven't, you know, so. When we're looking at our culture on the street, uh, you know, fuck art critics and curators and that thing, because like uh, we don't even have to intellectualize. We see, we feel, because like it's there visually. Like it's all. It's as if like so many things are plugged into you, and yeah, you get all of it, all in one. Yeah, and um, so if there is a rhythmic root to it, yeah. Uh, we bring each and every one of us from the table of elements our bits yeah. and we each create different alchemies mm. yeah? uh, uh, or produce different, different, different alchemies and uh, so that's how and uh, then we uh, enrich one another by uh, comparing 
these are alchemies, but you've got yours, you've got yours, I've got mine. And that's where our originality, our originality lies. That's you how know? it's got, and, um, and, it needs um, to be and, boosted um, more, doesn't and, it? And um, that's where I kind of try to, uh, I've struggled so many years to find an, an analogies to try to explain this. So, um, so this alchemy is, I, I guess, the only way that I can really describe uh, the originality thing. And, but the more originalities that we're bringing, to the central pool, the more we, we enrich one another. You know, it's a win-win. Yeah. You know, like a, a, a and a, that's why you know, uh, and we can be inspired by the people, and we can even celebrate other people's style through certain letters and stuff that we do, as long as we name them. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, and a, and a, that's why I was coming back to the Banksy thing, and I'm going to tag you or I'm going to send you a recent post from Terra One Sixty One. It's like a, I can't stand this fucking Banksy bashing. Every fucking thing is a is a pretext to let's have a go at him. It's like Jesus Christ! Like uh, uh, so much has changed uh, for the positive, uh, also because of him. And like there's yeah. so much positive that he's done that you guys are not fucking have uh, like like aware of. So fuck off with that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and um, and uh, but like um, the there is room for everybody yeah. on the street and that's what I said on that thing as long as they recognize and they say that without youngsters in New York starting to write their names at the end of the 60s none of this bullshit would exist yeah yeah we wouldn't be here talking we wouldn't have met like no. a, a, a none of this the relationship that we have with the architecture the the, the infrastructures the the transport networks, all that stuff that surrounds us, the pavement, the tunnels, the tree, everything, the relationship we have with it was built up by youngsters who went beyond just doing stuff on a pavement like the stencil artists and, uh, you know, mm. like uh, Black Lurat or, 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 or Richard Hamilton or people mm. like that. They worked mostly on, um, on at pavement level, mm. you know, no. Youngsters went to the roofs, did the hallways, the did, the, did the, any, post box everything they went down in, in the tunnels did that too and then they hit the rolling stock oh you know so that level of um of um connection and um, and uh, and uh, osmosis almost with what surrounds you uh without this none of this it's crazy how stuff. big it is literally the tree it just grew it, to so many branches um yeah. another an, an analogy like with regards to that um if New York is a tree, um, then uh, because there's also the genealogy of jazz. Like, did you know this is the visual where it shows like uh, yeah. uh, where like all the different jazz stars? Um, every city where there's a culture is a little cutting. Uh, first, there were the cuttings from the main tree that landed, maybe that were planted in the capital cities, and then there were maybe cuttings from the trees that grew there on different soil tapping into different uh, uh, elements and resources and, and stuff, cuttings from there that went off into smaller cities. And so so I, I, I try to find the analogies to explain uh, and the imagery to explain how the culture spread and contaminated and stuff. But uh, it's, there's always a, an, either an alchemy or, um, or a natural kind of uh, aspect to it that um, is so far away from just the all the glitz and the money and this that and the other you know, mm. you know like uh, and we have to try to uh, um, remember and uh, rely on and uh, come back to uh, 
the um, it's, for some people it's not even come come back to just fucking realize just be that that uh, these are the kind of um, schema uh, the kind of equations kind of uh, kind of a, a is they're not even structures but the 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 mindsets that we're, we're dealing with and not what is uh, imposed by us by imposed a society us, yeah. that this culture its genesis was an as an antithesis as a reaction to that conformism to that institutionalism to that academic stuff this culture is by definition anti-academic and anti-institutional mm. that's why i do not um bend over panda to the gallery curators da 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 i i refuse to take part in that one in paris happening right now i refuse to have anything to do with those kind of people because again these are exterior elements that came in yeah. and have colonized the culture oh, that kills me that whole fucking thing it kills me man because I, i've always believed we can do it we can all do it from inside uh-huh. and uh, Yes, we're in a capitalist world and anyone can come in and fucking monetize whatever they want. I get it. it. That's what they think. We do it parallel. Yes. Parallel. Yeah. It's, it kills me that how the culture gets killed and Uh, milked in that, in that way. And it's why it it can't happen without people from the culture doing it themselves. But but the same thing happened to music. It happened because people are weak. Like, I, but what I want people to realize is that we can do this ourselves. Like the the fact that our autonomy. Yeah. Again, what what what's happening to our culture kills me online but it, at the same time it is important to put this stuff on those platforms where people just scroll through well like you said it's the uh, because because we have to teach asym- them we asymmetric have to teach war. Them, we have to teach them to slow down yeah. and read yeah you know and uh, you won't you won't you only touch about maybe what one in 5 one in 8 one in 10 one in 12 but uh, at least you touch a couple mm. who maybe would not have seen that were they not on Instagram and they're going to that's going to transform them a bit mm. and they'll have some influence around the people like in their like like in their circle but of course we're you were drowned out by all the drivel yeah you know but like uh that's no excuse to uh like i don't i don't stop i can't otherwise mm. you go jump off a bridge mm. you know like uh, i was gonna uh, say so like your future is a is continuation of everything you've been going through there isn't like an agenda there isn't a you know, a master plan. There's a there's, sun. There's the growth of the sun, yeah. of the rays, yeah. of the yeah. Yeah, the beam and, 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 and that goes in like yeah. in every direction until it goes. And you and, and you don't realize all the nooks and crannies and hidden corners that it's shining to yeah. because you or or you're focused on is that bit where it lands. You don't know, and you'll meet some people someday. Yeah, I saw your thing back in. Da, da, da. Okay, okay, cool. You know, it mm. inspired someone to go and do something mm. with their existence. You know, so mm. so this is what the this is the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wicked, man. Thank you yeah, very much. No problem. I could go on for ages, but I won't keep your time. I know you're visiting the city. Like, a, so. like um, yeah, because what's, what's that? Yeah, otherwise we'll go into all the p- political stuff, which is, uh, but I kind of touched on it. But as autonomy of, of thought and autonomy of mind and autonomy of culture is, uh, is, uh, is essential because uh, otherwise we, uh, uh, we will, you know, like, um, I remember when there was a was that twenty five years of uh, MTV raps or something, mm. and they were and it was, I think it was Salt and Pepper were talking about yeah you know like when MC Hammer got to do the big stage shows and stuff you know and then we realised we got something why for me it's like a, I'd rather have a venue with three hundred people the that's park. where that's the, the the culture started from there yeah. that's the richest like a, part and and it's like a 
if uh, a group can have like I don't know how many dates in in some place like a uh, you know like keep it that way. Do not yeah. pander to how the music industry wants to package you because because that's going to transform it into something else like a. Uh, rap groups playing at these massive festivals it's like, it looks weird like uh, uh, um, yeah Woodstock any day yeah. you know but like uh, people going around like, on a stage with a microphone in the front uh, basement you know yeah. like uh, 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 so um, that's you know like there's a, there's a moment there's a threshold of the amount of audience where it becomes uh, irrelevant or it becomes something yeah. else and um, you're not looking for that no, because I'm looking for uh, proximity with mm. the people next, like a, like next to me, not massive crowd movement. Then the, I don't know, uh, go to a football game or something, you know, mm. like a, um, and 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 live that experience to do together. But 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 not people on the stage holding a mic. I don't, not for me. No. You know, no DJs. If you look at where it came from, you know, and that's also why I don't think that big huge murals are worth anything, because uh, uh, what was really important at the very beginning of this thing is when youngsters are on a platform in New York somewhere and panel piece pulls in or even a whole car pulls in and say, wow, incredible. And then they hear, you know what, like some dude actually went and stole paint and went in there overnight and like did that all by himself. Really? You know, shit, I can do that one day. But when you see the big fucking murals, blows your mind. It's not. It's, yeah, but when you see the big fucking murals, you go, okay, you need the the authorization, you yeah. need the Sizzle insurance, lift. you need yeah, gallons you know, like and a, gallons and gallons uh, of paint. So for me, like I say, yeah. uh, one really sweet tag or throw up is worth more than the big mural. Mm. You know, like uh, if it's if it's just got all, it's it's distilled. You know, it's like a and uh, and uh, and we need to remember the parameters of our own culture and like uh, and I look to things that it's like a. Uh, all this stuff that's happening out there, so can they do that in the dark, under pressure? Mm. Don't look like it, sorry. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean, th that's my parameter. No, I hear that. Of, uh, yeah, that's of, uh, yeah. uh, if, it's, if, if it's not that, then it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice kind of a street art or yeah. urban decoration or this, that, and the other. But it's like, uh, nah. Uh, it's not that I'm dismissing it. No, no, I it's hear that, you. It's that this is not tapping into the very harsh parameters of a culture that evolved by itself until the early 80s and was offered up to us on a, on a platter. But the harsh uh, parameters that it evolved in was that, yeah? yeah? Like, uh, so, so uh, and when you see what the New Yorkers pulled off in low light, stuck between two trains, with hardly the distance to even step back and look at what they were doing, it's like, uh, sorry, you know. Monumental. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like next, you know. Yeah, so anyway, this was um, a great, a great conversation to to start this next series with. So um, yeah, thank you very much. I've learned so much. It's been brilliant in many, many yeah. ways. But but like but, but like, thank you. But, but like, it's also good that uh, to 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 have people asking me questions. You can look at that. For, Please, for, for yeah. a bit and um, and uh, asking me questions and um, because it it helps me to put order also a bit back back into my own uh, mess in my head you know. Well, how was that? 
I hope you all enjoyed it. I've got to say, it was quite an experience for me. And as I mentioned at the start, not the conventional F24 podcast we're used to. Mode really took the reins on that and brought us through what I think gave us a great picture of how he feels and works within this culture, how he assists and learns, and also how he's taught us. I felt a real release of pressure when he spoke about being a painter. It's not about a career or an artist, it's about being, just being, a ball of energy, a sun like he said, absorbing and growing. So inspirational and calming. It was an absolute treat to spend a Saturday afternoon in November in my studio talking with him. I've got a couple more interviews lined up in the following weeks for the one up to Christmas, but do me a favour and yourself a favour and get your artists, get your favourite creatives to come over here and talk to me and get on this archive I'm building. Go and check it at f24podcast.com. And while we're here, we've got some massive plans for 2023 and rare kind next year. So good place to stay tuned to all of that. Until next time, keep creating and making in whatever format or medium you do that. That's life's gift to us, that is. And art saves lives. So do it.